<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. My jeans are broken. This week brought to you by Blue Apron, Hardcore Henry, and Squarespace. Big thank you to all of our sponsors. And uh, stay tuned to the end of the podcast. We have a supplemental segment uh, with some people involved with uh, Hardcore Henry. Uh, Charlton Copley, uh, the director, Ilya. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. And uh, his wife. with an N. Dersha. So, yeah, stay tuned uh, after the regular podcast. When they did the intro for... Uh, Hardcore Henry at South by Southwest yesterday. The person introing said, "All right, and uh, I have to read a bunch of names here that are very long and have a lot of consonants <laughs> next to each other. So I'll do my best." It's probably interesting for Charlotte when his name's the easy one. Charlotte, yeah, it is. But you also you could very easily read his name wrong if yeah. you're reading it for the first time. Charlotte Copley, yeah, Copley, Copley, or something. Copley? You, know? yep. you you talked about him ages ago on the podcast. I love him. Uh, District 9 came out He's, in like 2009, and we were all about that. God, I had was never, that long ago? I had yeah. never seen him as uh, an actor before that, and I was just, I loved him. He's like, the, yeah. he nailed that. He's likable. Wickus. Was that the name of the Yeah, yeah Vickus. Yeah. Vickus or Wickus? It was with a W, but it's pronounced Vickus. Vickus. There's a, there's a movie that's out right now called The Witch, but the way they write it on the poster, instead of a W, it's like two Vs together. The Vitch. The Vitch. The Vitch. The Vitch. And Ash and I talk about going to see it all the time. Because it's like, we'll be like, what are you doing tonight? It's like, I don't know. And I'll be like, you want to go see the Vitch? The Vitch. So we don't want to go see the movie because I feel like it would ruin it. But it was like a huge hit at a Fantastic Fest when we showed Laser Team. So. Cool. I had a phone at one point. Oh, here we go. So you're coming in hot today. Dude, coming in really hot. The South by Southwest is, by the way, I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. <laughs> I was like, Gavin. And Gus. And Gus. <laughs> Good one. Gus dude. and you Gus. fucking nailed it. Yeah. Back. But uh, this is the week that South by Southwest is held uh, in Austin. We usually do a podcast from some random bar, but we Somebody did. brought that up, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. They're <laughs> like, you do it every, literally every year. <laughs> I did it with uh, Sally LePage last year. We did the science podcast. We should get a science person back in here. We've tried to contact a few, but then I think they look we, at our videos and I, then I, they I like your reply. shirt, by the way, the Morch Morch. Oh, thanks. This just went live on the Rusty store. Literally right oh, now. Are you selling the shirt? Yeah. I thought they made it just for you. No, it went live. You can go to the store and buy it right now. <laughs> but, but who We've will? lost our minds at this who point. Who will buy that? Actually... When uh. when I started <laughs> when I started Rooster Teeth, did you know that Jeff and, and Gus started another company right after I started Rooster Teeth? Can I name the company? Would you know it? Yeah. What was it called? It was Wootwear. Wootwear. That it is was, correct. It was a place that sold T-shirts, and actually one of my favorite T-shirts ever. You know, like it's not it wasn't a Rooster Teeth shirt, but it was like in the history of like this group was actually a Wootwear shirt. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Which one is it? The Green Sarge. Nope. <laughs> that was that was we gave them a design. Like Rooster Teeth. Oh, oh you said not. Oh, oh, oh. So then it was. Was it the um, octopus? Shit. What would it have been? That was the, the octopus. Was the other red versus blue shirt? Yeah. What, uh, what was it? It was the drunk shirt. Oh, but Dirk. It, but drunk was spelled wrong. It was spelled Dirk. And it's just <laughs> like that was it. And it was a really like a brown shirt with yellow Dirk on it. We, blue. Was it? We yeah. should. We should. I, that's your design. We should buy that design from you. and Make that shirt. Well, again. Just buy it. Just that, fucking make it. That's, <laughs> <an> ultimate, <laughs> that's the ultimate like retro shirt. Uh, th- I'm pretty sure there's a. Photo of me I've seen online. Great. I searched for Gus Dirk and it's all like you images drunk. of me from Extra Life. <laughs> or you at the t- you as the tiger? <laughs> no, not even. It's just Extra Life. Um, but yeah, so South by uh, th- this this year for South by, it's the first traffic becomes a nightmare. The city shuts down. The mayor actually told people on Friday to take a half day or work from home. And you know what? That worked. Yeah, traffic was awesome on traffic Friday. Traffic was awesome on Friday. He should say that every fucking day. Just stay <laughs> home. Everyone just stay home. Um, so this is like, for the first time ever this South By, I've, I've started taking the train to get around. What? 
The light rail? Awesome. You're awful. Awesome. You know why? Traffic stops for the train. It's true. You're never late. Like, you know exactly what time you're going to leave, what time you're going to get there. Why am I awful? You're from the UK. They have trains everywhere. I said I awful. Didn't say oh, right. I, wish, I, okay. I wish Austin used the trains more. You should absolutely do it. Yeah. Totally worth it. It's way cheaper than an Uber. Dude, Uber, surge pricing is on the, you know, it's mental. It's like four times sometimes. It's oh, actually, I never saw that high. I got to 2.8 at one point. cheaper to get an expensive Uber. You know, I have all the different levels of Uber depending on where you are. I think it's cheaper just to buy the car for like <laughs> 20 minutes. But like sometimes if it's like four times, you might as well get Uber Select that's not got surge pricing. I do huh. that. That's what I, I do. You do that. Anyway. I was in a cab on the way here. A real and taxi? Yeah, yeah. I, I, cause I, and, I, and I was sitting there, and we were at a, a stoplight. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Real quick. You took a cab? Mm-hmm. At any point during the cab ride, did the driver complain about Uber? Well, they always do, yes. What but is this the story one didn't. With that? This one didn't. They, they're the best advertisers for Uber in the world because you're like, I just I can't stand <laughs> hearing about this Uber thing anymore. I'm just going to go to Uber and drive the, with those guys. I was sitting at a stoplight for so long, and I was like, Man, traffic's really not moving, huh? And he was like, do you want to get out? And I was like, yeah. And he he was like, just go. And he just let me out, and I walked up three blocks and then got another cab and then made it here, like, easy. And he's still there right now. Yeah. I just had to get past the the fat zone. What you... I don't know what that means, but I love it. So, uh, that's okay, though. What you did etiquette-wise is totally fine. Where you would be a dick is if you called an Uber guy, got him into that mess, <laughs> then got out of the car well, and left. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I, he offered it to me. I wasn't going to be like, hey, can I hop out? You he, picked up a cab in the middle of all that. He, he was already there. Yeah. Yeah. He was fucked to begin with. No, that's fine. That's, and, that's, the, that's the value proposition there. He'll also pick up somebody else in like literally two minutes yeah. in South by Southwest downtown. So, so, so this is South by, we've probably explained this 10 billion times, but South by Southwest is actually three different festivals. It's an interactive festival, which is weird. Um, and getting weirder all the time. Uh, South by Southwest film and South by Southwest music. And music hasn't even started yet. That's starts the bi- this weekend, I think? That's no, the big it starts one. like tomorrow. Oh, okay. That's or- where like a million people descend on the city and it becomes a nightmare. Yeah. And we, we've told the story before on the podcast, but when we had our old office, which we sadly drove by the other night, uh, last night, and it was now it's now a hotel. They I tore- don't even recognize it. Yeah, even- they tore down our office and they built a hotel now. So. It's all construction. And it's coming in 2017, this hotel. Like, like the loft, rest of the town. Like a loft hotel. Coming yeah. soon. We're going to come, gonna <laughs> come yeah, in 2017. It's, it's weird. Like the, the last happy hour we put up was Jeff slamming that ping pong ball into my forehead from like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy that room doesn't exist anymore. Just isn't yeah, there. fuck it. Who cares? That office sucked. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that office? We're talking about the one where it was what we call our Congress office, but that was when, that's the one where we started RT Shorts in and first <laughs> ever did our live action productions. What was our first ever live action production? Do you remember? Was it Captain Dynamic? It was Ninja Gus. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> I think it counts. We were posting live action footage of, of you in the hallway. A narrative, so dumb. A narrative story. I of a man you, in a hallway. You like hopped into the back room because you were filming that. And I was like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> you came in like, <laughs> <laughs> we're starting something big. Yeah. Um, the other thing I do. Oh, here it is. Here oh. it is. There it so is. I, was sa- I, was <laughs> <laughs> I was sat in the room that was to the left down that. Down that hallway, look where I am. There, like behind yeah. me. I still have that hoodie. I do. I do too. And basically, yeah, he like sprints into the room at the end. And I was <laughs> like, "What the hell's happening?" I think this next one's my favorite. The camera move, like the Discovery move, is great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get the payoff at the end, and that was based on the Ninja Cat short, which at the time was a big deal. But I thought we actually filmed a couple of different things. I think Gavin, you were with me when we went out to like. We were doing like stupid life hacks. We never posted any of these. 
Remember like the stop, the stop sign? sign life hack we had? It's like I have to I just don't stop. stop at stop signs, <laughs> and that's the hack. That's really funny. <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> yeah, you were like, check this out. You just like walk straight through. You're like, nothing. Don't need to. Don't wait, need wait. To stop. Where you were walking? Yeah. That oh, was I thought part you were driving. That was part of it too. And then we were dr- we were gonna like lead to driving and everything. But some about it, like, I don't think we had enough confidence yet as like filmmakers that are live action filmmakers. So I was like, is this working? And we're like, ah. And then we just went to lunch and said, kind of fuck it. I don't even think we edited that thing ever. Did you even shoot it? We did shoot it. We shot it on a. Uh, I like, remember you the HVX or something. I, I think I had like a camcorder. Remember yeah. that side, oh, like, yeah. like little screen would flip out camcorder. <laughs> That's what I think I filmed it on. I think it was a whopping 720p. Yeah, or so. a flip or something. Some some product that no longer exists. Um, the other thing I'm doing to try to to get around <laughs> and beat traffic, and I did this last night. We, you know, we got a chance to see uh, the movie last night, Hardcore Henry. And when I was on which my was way, great, by the way, which was great. We'll talk more about up. it when we get to that part. But. Um, what, what I did last night, and one of my other things to get around traffic is I rent those bikes from the B-Cycle place. Oh, so, that's, so I do that too. Yeah, last night. I rent night, the bikes. I, 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 I basically, from my, my place, I drove down to uh, the UT campus, saw a place, got on a bike, and, dro- and just rode a bike from UT to downtown. Smart. Took like five minutes. It's that, No traffic. You go right around everything. Just, when so I was you, making fun of you for getting on the train, <laughs> I was going to say, have you done the bikes? Because yeah. I actually do do the bikes, and those bikes are great. Although I'm always worried I'm going to get to a rack that's completely filled. So... I, I saw I, I, I took the bike successfully down to the movie last night. Then when I left, I was like I was, I was kind of tired. I was like I'm just gonna take an Uber back up to my car and then take my car back out. Yeah. So I got in an Uber, went back up to my car, then I had to drive from my car back to my place. And as I'm driving to my place, I saw a cyclist get hit right in front of me. No. And it was like it's a sign. Like I, I should not be doing this anymore. Like the there was, was a it cyclist. Hit by an Uber? <laughs> there was a cyclist in the in the bike lane to my right. He passed me, and the car in front of me turned its right turn signal on, and it was going to turn into a restaurant. Yeah, and then just fucking hit the cyclist. I think that's a common accident between car and cyclist. Like I knew somebody who was driving, and a, a cyclist punched her car, and she was furious about it. I was like, "What happened?" He's like, "The cyclist was in the like just driving along on the side of the road, and I I passed him, and I was taking a right turn." And it's like he had to stop, and then he punched me and like cursed me out. What an asshole! I'm like, no, you cut off a cyclist. You like passed him and then turned right in front of him. Like that's <laughs> you being a dickhead. Like they don't know what it is. Like yeah, I was stood on this hill and a bunch of ants came out, and I was like, what the hell is happening? It's like yeah, what well, you stood on that hill, <laughs> stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was stomping on their home like Godzilla. Yeah, I was crushing ninety of them to death, and they got pissed off. Yeah, it was such a, and it, like it's one of those things where somebody says it with zero self awareness. Mm-hmm. It's like even after I explained it to her, she was like, she was like, no, he was a dick. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're going with that. <laughs> That's the way that'll go. It would be weird if you like cut someone off in a car and they get out and punch your car though. But if they hit your car with their car, that would be like you caused an accident. Yeah, cut but punch. like a punch is like well, also I, I don't know Never that she punched the that the guy like he probably actually hit the side of the car. And because he's a okay, person, yeah, she yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. I don't know, he didn't, make, she didn't see him. She like, didn't like, nin, like, he wasn't like, put him up. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of fail videos of cyclists and motorbikists, motorcyclists, you get, getting annoyed about- and kicking cars while they're driving, and it just knocks them off balance oh, and they fall. It yeah. happens a lot. It's like, funny. People kick cars while they're driving along. One of the bike. great subreddits is Instant Karma. Have you ever been oh, to that? Yeah, I love that one. Is or, it gross? Uh, there's another one, actually. It's kind of like Instant Karma. What's it called? It's called Justice Porn. Have you seen that? Mm, and seen it, that it sounds mm-hmm. like pornographic, but it's mm. not. It's all just like, oh yeah. It's all guy. barely legal. 
<laughs> Barely legal karma, yeah. but it's like somebody does something wrong, and it just like comes back immediately to like pay off. Well, it's like negatively for them. The guy in the fancy sports car who's like sh- showing off and like uh, waving, and then he imme- what are you saying about me? Nah, <laughs> and I he immediately it. like wrecks it. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of stuff, right? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So you know what? I I'm remiss to bring this up. Bring it because up because I don't want it to to not happen. But my son, JD, turns fourteen. This month, he turns 14. On, over the hill. I, I'm telling you. Old. Long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Time to retire. When are you going to hire him? So, but here's the thing. Do you think that JD will be driving before Gavin? <laughs> I actually think now that's a distinct possibility. I shall not let that happen. <laughs> if JD, can you imagine if JD not by me picks driving. you up? I'm just going to like sabotage his test <laughs> whenever he, he takes it. You'll just drive bikes around. <laughs> like, like ruin every time Check you take the driver's test. Just like try to make like fake, really difficult driving tests to give to him. <laughs> like with all the, inf- all the information's wrong. You should find out if there's like a fake manual to study for the driver's test and give him that so he gets all the, all the laws wrong. That's sick. Ruin him for the rest of his life. <laughs> so one of the fun things about uh, South by Southwest that happens when we're, you know, whenever it happens, a lot of people come to Austin. So we like see a bunch of people that we don't, you know, normally see. Like I was able to record a uh, podcast with Phil DeFranco the other day. His podcast, not ours. And uh, that was great. It was really interesting. Is that different to Table Talk? Uh, Yeah, it's just a one-on-one conversation. Table Uh. Talk's where they draw a topic out of the bowl. This was just a one-on-one conversation between him and me. And I I don't want to take away from, you know, that you should go watch it whenever it comes out. But uh, there was was a really interesting picture that I saw on Twitter uh, that I believe his wife posted, which, which, like, definitely spoke to me. It was a... uh, He was having to take a phone call during his anniversary dinner. And it's like... I could relate to that photo so fucking much. Anyway, but uh, we talked about it in depth on his podcast, and it's like, to me, because you had to take a call. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a little bit from what we talked about uh, from that podcast, but it's promotion. One of the things that drives me a little nuts is when I watch people in this industry, like they tweet about stuff, like they tweet about, and it comes up a lot at South by Southwest, like where people go to a conference or a presentation, and the person up there is a motivational person, like telling you, you know telling you all these corporate paradigms and like believing your dreams and you know you got to hustle that's always the big thing is hustle they always say that and I always say people are just tweeting about oh man I'm hustling I'm getting it done making the dream come true and it's like then they post a picture and it's like their idea of hustle is them at like one of those shitty corporate party photo booths with like the fake mustache and they're out there hustling and making shit happen it's like that's not what that is it's like like Phil DeFranco on the phone interrupting his own anniversary dinner that's like that's what that that's actually, hustling. That's what that actually looks like. It's like that's how you know you focus <laughs> probably a little your, too much yeah. on your career, ruining your relationships. Exactly. It's like it's not it's not the other stuff of like driving a fucking hoverboard with a snack back hat or whatever. I feel like it's called. <laughs> like there's that one hustling, and there's also world domination. The world domination thing is like, listen, not everyone's going to dominate the world. Why does everyone say that? Like it's a catchphrase. Is that a thing? Oh, oh you haven't God. heard that. Oh, it's, no. it's 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 like a buzzword that makes me instantly turn off. Like, all right, yeah. I'm done. Typically, I'm with out. like people involved or people who like Twitch, I find. Or, or I mean, listen, it was Bungie's motto for a long time: world domination. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, a lot of people use it. A lot of people, and it's just like, just stop it, <laughs> just stop it, get over it. It's not happening. You're not going to dominate the dominate world. world. Dominate the world. Of course, we probably would have said that to Donald Trump a few <laughs> months ago, and who knows? He's got it's in within reach, man. 
It's there. It's, it's right there. It's happening. Another person I want to say a shout-out to uh, Ryan Williams, who is a guy we met a few years ago. When we were dressed as elves. Gavin and I went to an event at the YouTube space for, uh, I think it, was, it wasn't What's Trending, but it was What's Trending was hosting it. Shira was hosting it. It was a charity thing? Yeah. And it was like a- We've come off like mugs, though, because to the untrained eye, it appears that we thought it was fancy dress, but it wasn't. But really, we were just trying to be assholes. We, yeah, it was a Christmas thing, so we thought, why don't Gavin and I show up dressed as elves and just be like, we're just fucking around. And like, I think the only person at that thing who- There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we said, Birdies is a woman's elf costume. <laughs> yeah, I think mine wasn't your- wasn't mine a Robin Hood costume that got turned into that? Something like that. And I'm wearing- <laughs> Like, where's Wally Waldo? took a wrong where's turn. Wally, yeah. <laughs> and it was actually, I think you had just, just started dating Meg. And oh, yeah. It was, it was like, we were like, oh, we had this idea, and then it was like, you and I called, I think, one costume shop trying to find elf costumes yeah. two days before Christmas, and they're like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> they would, no, so we, those are all booked. We were instantly like, nah, forget yeah. it. <laughs> so we, we hit eject. We were like, okay, we called one costume shop. It's not going to happen. And Meg was like, oh, no, we'll make this happen. <laughs> doing this. So she like rented different costumes and built the elf costumes oh, out of these different costumes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, Meg did all that. Bloody expensive too. I should have expensed that. That was a that was a business expense. It cost me like two hundred bucks for that. <laughs> Jesus. I think the only person who, who got it, like when we we showed up, was Grace Helbig. You remember? She loved it. She she thought, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" It's like this formal charity event. We're going in like elves. <laughs> and uh, I think it was way funnier to us. And it's funny because we, no, uh, funny. that segment that we were on mic there, we're introducing, do you remember who we were introing? Toby Turner. <laughs> just see Toby Turner. And I think he thought we were goofing on him. Yeah, he was just like really uneasy. He was like, what is okay. this? <laughs> but anyway, so at that thing, that's where I met Ryan. And he has been for the last two years working on this book that he's about to put out. It's called uh, The Influencer Economy. It'll come out in June. Is that right? Yeah, it's coming in oh, June. Oh, back geez. behind me. There's so someone, over, there's someone over there. I saw a shadowy figure over here. So Ryan's sitting in today. And uh, so we'll talk more about it when it comes out. But uh, we were interviewed for it. Who else, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, we talked to Kovic and Bruce. Oh, Adam Kovic and Bruce Green are in it. Like I said, not oh, every book is perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's okay. Freddie Wong? Nerdist. Ryan, can I ask you a question? Yes. Is the Rooster Teeth chapter, is it before Freddie's chapter or after <laughs> Freddie's chapter? You're such a sophisticated company that you're in the final stage of the process. Oh, so we're at the end of the book? We're at the end of the book. Because we are the ultimate outcome from the influencer economy. <laughs> the future sucks. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so we're after. He's telling you us off. You, you can't hear him. We're at a higher level. He's after. Our, our, the Rooster Teeth uh, chapter is after the Freddy chapter. Your jacket is important. messing with my eyes on that monitor Let me see. Look at it. Wow, look at that. It's probably fine on the, on the video. Yeah, it's <laughs> just that display. That display. It's, it's it's see, it's like not bad on that one. Yeah. It's just that display. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let me, <laughs> we'll send you a screenshot. I want to read this. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. You need to know how to cook. Not only do you feel like you know your way around the kitchen, but cooking at home means eating healthier and saving money instead of ordering expensive takeout. Where do you start? Blue Apron has you covered. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers all the fresh ingredients you need to create home-cooked meals. Just follow the easy step-by-step instructions. Each meal can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. No overwhelming tips to... No overwhelming trips to the grocery store. Uh, no more sad takeout. No matter your dietary preferences, Blue Apron makes it a breeze to discover and prepare dishes like chicken cacciatore right in your own kitchen. Cook with ingredients you've never used before, like watermelon radishes, farro, and purple potatoes. Recipes are between 500 and 700 calories per portion. 
Delicious and good for you. Right now, you get your first two meals free at blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Thank you, Blue Apron, for sponsoring the podcast and helping me get motivated to cook. Learn to cook, you fucking animals. What do you, you need to, you need to be able to cook for yourself? It comes also, it has like an iPad app, and you can see like stuff. Yeah, like you got to everything you so, need. Awesome. When is the steak Nothing off. will impress people more than if you cook for them. Yeah. Gabby, you just asked a very important question. Steak Please off. ask it again for clarity. When is the steak off? Gus, let's have a steak off. When is the steak off? Next, what's today? Monday. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it the twenty eighth of March. Huh? I'm not here. Pa- pa- who cares? Patrick said. Patrick just <laughs> shouted. He's not here. <laughs> I want to do it. You want to be? You want to cook a steak, Patrick? Oh, you just want to eat steak. He wants to eat steak. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I was thinking we could have a scoring system. We're doing something. We just feed it to you and Babs. And you tell us if you like it or not. Blind taste test. Get shit on Chris. I'll smell it. Yeah, we're going to blind them. That's I'll what a blind taste test means. You blind someone. You know <laughs> what that fucking means. You blind them with the cloth over their eyes. That's what you do. Um, not next week. What about next week? Can we do it next week? Yeah. All right, we'll do it next week. <laughs> we're not doing it next week. What, you couldn't prepare a steak in a week? It's aged. Don't, would you it's call aged. me out? <laughs> Look at that reverse psychology. Oh, you fucking scared. <laughs> um, let me uh, let me see my calendar. Are you gonna do the one that you made me that one time? Yeah, that was good, man. It's good stuff. You, you got some comp, Letitian. What are you doing? <laughs> are you doing sauce? Um, I'll do a marinade. You're a cheap piece of shit. All right, all right, all right. Next Monday, I'll do. We want to do two. I'll you do make two this steaks. interesting. Want to make this interesting? What do you want to do? What do you mean? Put some money on it. Well, on best steak. Well, I feel like maybe Stay we should. Stay out of this, Gavin. You're a judge. You have to. Feel like we should have more judges if there's money involved. <laughs> I think I think you're right. <laughs> I like the judge is going to bet. <laughs> I bet <laughs> Gus wins. <laughs> no, I'm not going to bet. I'm just like, there's only two judges. It could be a draw. That's fine. <laughs> I think, I, I'm totally fine with that. What? No. Who's that? Someone in control room. Uh, the twinks in the podcast? Need at least five years experience of Rooster Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fucking stepping up. They can just get steak. That's not how it works. I've waited five years for this steak. You guys, you guys are the... <laughs> You guys are the podcast pre-show. You guys can have a loaf of bread and a, some butter. It'll be like the appetizer. You can have that. Can why, have, do they, why is it that like steakhouse, like you go to like a nice steakhouse, they give you tons of bread and butter? Like they're just hedging their bets, trying to make you fill up before you get to actually yeah. the main well, course. I mean, that's how like Foco de Chow and stuff. Foco? That's how Foco. <laughs> how is it? Fogo. Fogo. Yeah, you know. They, they give Fogo. you a lot of bread ahead of time. Dude, that bread at Fogo is it, great. Exactly. They, they make sure the bread is really good. Well, that's different. That's, yeah. That's like a buffet. Because yeah. you've paid to get in. It's a cover charge, so they fill you up on salad, and they and fill you bread. up on awesome bread. And if you don't eat a bunch of meat, they make money. Yeah. However, at a steakhouse, they give you the bread first, then you order your steak. Yeah. And that's where the real money is. First time I went to Fogo, I didn't need yeah. any salad. That's the way to do it. No. No. Bad. You gotta what? be a human. That was bad. You gotta be a human. That was real you bad. You just had all meat. Yeah. My, 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 my digestive system was not happy with me for, Caveman Gus. for a I couple think, of days after I that. I think I'm okay eating all meat. I think my body's okay with that. We get a little older. Well, no, nobody, see, see what happens. Nobody can just eat meat, though. No? That gives you, like, cancer, doesn't it, if you Does eat it? meat? I think so, right? If you just eat only meat, your like, gut, like, goes wrong. Your oh. gut goes wrong. Gut. Doctor, what's wrong? My my butt hurts. <laughs> oh, your your gut's just gone wrong. <laughs> bad People gut. said they can see my jacket on the stream acting crazy, so you're welcome. Oh, they have a bad monitor then. I'm so sorry. That sucks. Um, what's wrong with that monitor? It's just different. Like, it looks different over there than over here. It's the same exact brand of monitor. No, 
Yeah, but it's a different monitor. No, the different it's just sizes. Different settings, you dope. They're different sizes. So, are we, so no, look, look at the contrast in that one compared to that one. Fascinating no, you're, you're conversation. Right. Let's well. let's let's set up let's set up some rules here. Is it just steak? Yeah, just steak. Uh, I had a burp away from the mic. Sorry, maybe sorry. we should have a palate cleanser. You know how should they put be... that like folded crap on a sushi plate that you're meant to eat between sushi. Ginger. ginger. There you go. Oh, I thought you were supposed to put that on the ginger. You no. put ginger on the ginger? I don't. I, yeah, I it's, don't a know your, you, it's a cleanser. It's a cleanser palette. Chris only takes redheads. To <laughs> I went and got. Uh, I went and got sushi with Ezra, and uh, he just eat. He just takes all of the ginger and just eats it all. He's like, yeah. And then he's like, bring more sushi with him as well. Bring more ginger. <laughs> bring. I never touched this stuff. Bring me more. The uh, I went to one time. I went to sushi with somebody years and years ago. So I'm not incriminating anybody that we know. Went to, to sushi with somebody, and it was Matt and I and this person, and it was a, it was a business thing. And they work here. We ordered nope. Oh. We ordered edamame, and we're eating the edamame. And if you've never done this before, it's like soybeans. So you eat it. It looks like pea pods, and you eat the beans out of the middle, and then take the husk and put them in another uh, bowl. So you end up at the end of the night with a bowl of these husks. And uh, I don't know where it's going, and it's gross. And this guy <laughs> just starts eating out of that bowl. Like starts like. Like, like really hard, like <laughs> chewing on the husks, like trying to tear them apart. And at one point, he went to the bathroom, and I was like, "Matt, he goes, oh my god, what do we do about this?" He was like, "Should we throw? Them? Should we like get rid of the bowl? Like we try to get the wind or come get the bowl?" You know, it was like so neither one of he's us eating like, your spit. Yeah, chewed. and the weird thing was, like, he was eating the edamame first, and then oh, so he went from the right bowl to the yeah. He's like, "Man, this stuff got really crappy." It might have been through. like a power move, man. It might have been like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Someone you know? starts eating their silverware, like, yeah. You done with this? Not me. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we were probably so distracted. <laughs> yeah. We're probably so distracted. He's like there grabbing these husks and going, So, you guys are cool with that if I own half the company? Like, like we're like, Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, you gross person. <laughs> like a lunatic. Maybe he just does that if there's like a contract to be signed. Cause yeah. Distracting. Because you know, we were so <laughs> listening to the conversation. You did that thing where it's like all of a sudden you hear that person asked, a question like the end of the sentence went up, and you're like, "What? Uh huh, yeah." yeah. <laughs> the wait, the waitress, the waitress offers dessert. And he's like, "No, I'm good," and he just eats your napkins. <laughs> just rips All them right. up. Bernie, you you drank a spit cup. If so, if <laughs> that's horrible. No, no, no. But I but hope wait, that sound uh, got picked it, up it, on the mic. Uh, <laughs> would you do this if you know it would help like a business thing? Would I do what? Where someone's got a spit cup. Oh my god! And they're god. spitting in it, right? <laughs> it's coming. And, and, and then and then you're sitting there and they're spitting in it There's and then. During the meeting, would you, if you know it would, what is that? Would no, you, no. You pick up, you say, "Are you done with this?" And then you take and you. If you made a million dollars, butt question, really seriously, that was just I had to drink out of a spit cup. What one more time? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Just like, what if it was warm instead of cold? I just have such a memory of it. I just. Have to... <laughs> 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 Everyone stop. <laughs> oh, no, I would not. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could. I couldn't physically do it. I mean, For, even if you said like, <laughs> if, if it would, you're like, this will save me a million dollars. We can do, I'll tell you what, we can do a oh, Kickstarter. <laughs> and if I don't drink it, then we'll give the money to like a charity. So it doesn't like go to oh, waste. God. But that's like the... That's the whole. All the money from the Kickstarter goes to that. If I if I do drink it, <laughs> then then I'll keep the money, and if not, it'll go to charity. I was that's a that's a crowdfunding campaign I get behind. I was, <laughs> I was dying. So what was the amount? 
What was it? So I, I said, even so it's like a million dollars butt question, just drink one spit cup. I wouldn't, I don't think I could physically make myself do it. So I gave him this to throw up in, and he looked in it and started gagging. Do you know what made him gag in it's here? gum, he said. It's a chewed up piece of chewing gum. Yeah, listen, anything I can trigger Gavin. Chew, chew marks? The, you, you know what, though? Looking at someone handing you a trash <sighs> can makes me want to throw up. Oh, it does. Or looking at a toilet. It's if you like hang your head yeah, over yeah. a toilet, you're like, ah, now I'm going your to. It's like a trigger to throw up. They're like, yeah. oh, he, you, you need to throw up, and you're like, I do. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> did, did, did you see? There was a story um, out of China this past week where this man had to have his stomach pumped eight times because he got sick off of pufferfish soup. Like he went to yeah, a restaurant, poison. yeah, and they made him pufferfish soup. And they said he ate it, then he immediately started vomiting for three hours straight. Oh. And then had to have his stomach pumped eight different times. Pumped of what, though? Like, but, like, from what directions? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, how do you mean? Like, <laughs> you, from the mouth or from the bowl? <laughs> like, can you. <laughs> Chris, do you know anatomy? Do you think if they're pumping your stomach, they're going through just <laughs> dozens of feet of colon and uh, intestines. They, they got a bunch of bendy straws and they hooked them all together and they fucking figured I, it out. Okay, yeah, it makes it makes more sense to do it from the mouth. Yeah, but I was like eight times. Like it seems like they're like, and it's not going through that hole. Go through the other hole. <laughs> no, no, it was all out of the mouth. Uh, I, yeah, eight times. So then the, the owner of the restaurant admitted to local authorities she did not properly clean the pufferfish liver, which caused the dish to be contaminated. Mm. I had to chunder recently. It was when Dan was around, and I was just like feeling really sick, like I was gonna vomit. I was getting like all salivary and like it was gonna yeah, happen. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom, have a tactical chunder. I'm just gonna like stare at the bog. It's gonna make me throw up. I'll it does. Fine. But I got to it the does. bog hole, and the saliva was already building up. So I was like, man, that's a lot of spit. And I was just stood there with my mouth open, and it just went like into the oh. water, and it was just streaming. I did it for like two minutes. I was Wait, just like, so were you connected to the toilet water? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nothing's climbing. Well, I mean, that. it was like well, it's moving down. Uh, yeah, it would like disconnect and reconnect a few times. But I was like, how long can I go before I'm completely dehydrated? You're already like, drinking. You're already dehydrated from drinking. Gus, do you think like germs are like electricity? That the moment there's like a straight yes. connection, they just yes. come straight up. They're shooting up there. They're just waiting to try to get in your body. <laughs> They're know, like, this is it, boys. We're going in. <laughs> toilet water can defy gravity up into my mouth. Yeah. How? The, the germs can. They'll climb up in there. How? It's so water. What? They just swim up. Have the, you ever been at the bottom of a pool and swam up? The bottom of a... Swimming pool? Have you ever swam up in a water? waterfall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like in a pool, not in falling water through the air. You said it was connected. Yeah, but you can't swim up a waterfall. Yeah. It's not a waterfall. It's just connected. It's solid. Well, it's fault. He's lying now. He's trying to get us off track. You're, You're wrong, salmon. Gus. How do you know? What if the spit was on a treadmill? That was like an airplane. <laughs> oh, that's gross, dude. Dude, you you looked at a piece of chewing gum and gagged, but having your saliva touching your mouth in the toilet does not do anything. I mean, I was going to vomit anyway. That's why I was there. All right. If toilet water comes up and hits me in the mouth, then that's that's good. It really isn't it because I'm going to vomit. Someone says it would move up via osmosis. The cell, all the cells are going down. So even if it transfers into a different cell, it's yeah, it's not. I'm with you, Gavin. You can. Like, so when you pee in a toilet, does that mean all the germs in the toilet are on your penis then? Yeah, that's why I wash my dick after I pee. You do yeah, not do why? that. No, you do not. <laughs> no, you oh, my God. I was really, I thought this, <laughs> here's this podcast. Yeah. Patrick, we got your thumbnail. <laughs> like scrubbing the inside of your urethra because that's what this was. Did like a special toothbrush. Oh, <laughs> oh. man. But, yeah, that's too far. If they made a tiny toothbrush that was an exact toothbrush, but like a 50th scale, 
Would you put it in your dick hole? No. Why, why would anyone do, do that? that? They make those brushes now. I mean, there's different mean? sized brushes. It's called brushes. a Q-tip. Yeah, you can oh. use a Q-tip. That's I'm not saying you should Q-tip's do... got some guts. There's little... You can go out and buy a little brush, like a pipe cleaner or no, something. No, they don't make a tiny toothbrush. No, but they make little brushes. It doesn't have to be... It's not a toothbrush. It's but... a dick brush at that point. <laughs> <laughs> toothbrush is relative. <laughs> they name it because you brush your teeth with it. You know, it's like... It's not a thing. It's just a brush. That's all it is. Oh. They make little brushes for cleaning stuff out. But why would why would anyone clean Go buy a th- wire pipe cleaner and just... Yuck. <laughs> right in there. Why? Oh, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, a tiny toothbrush sounds satisfying to me to hold. Oh. And, uh... Because it seems inoffensive. Yeah, and I could be like... Oh. Oh, What are those? Are they urethral cleaning devices? It's a urethra dilator. Oh. A urethra dilator. Why? Patrick, that was fast. You had that bookmarked, dude. (laughs) That was quick. So fast. Why do you want that? What's the thing? I know. Why do you want that? Is that for like peeing harder? I'll put you. Maybe it's for a catheter. What? What? For Hank Hill syndrome? What? He said it so people can stick their urethras together. For people like, no. whose urethras no. stick together. Is that what you thought? <laughs> yeah. It'll- oh, it closes up. <laughs> that it, like it grows back together like an ear like an ear piercing. Conditions I didn't know existed, and I don't ever want to hear about again. That Which I'm sure that- sounds. I'm sure someone. Statistically, who's listening to this podcast has suffered from a narrow urethra, and our, <laughs> our thoughts are with you. Well, that happens but, to some people with their foreskins. If, if they have like an overly flappy foreskin or ahead. excess of foreskin, <laughs> and they go to sleep, it will seal over. Mm-hmm. So when they go and pee, it like fills up the inside of their. What do you cock. mean by f- seal up? So like you're peeing, but you're just peeing into your own penis <laughs> because it's going out of your urethra I've and never then heard of filling that. up your foreskin. And then it will go. <laughs> really? <laughs> Some people suffer. With Some it. people have that. Yeah. So but what, this one of these, like this hypothetical person who has this, what does uh, his girlfriend Meg think of that? Does she, <laughs> she worry about that? She, <laughs> Mine doesn't even reach around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? The foreskin. You don't can't close up all the way. It's not loose and floppy. I mean, it's not. Lo- it's not hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not functional anymore. It's just what? It's pulled back. Like you're wearing a turtleneck all the time. <laughs> it's like you know. All right. It's like, uh, you know. Mast? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? What? All right. Fair play. My, my, my knob never goes tiny enough to, uh, like, use all <laughs> the force. To retract all the way? Yeah. I, I, that's like, like give me- a compliment. mega cold. I don't think it ever closes. You never, you don't have enough coverage there. Is what what about saying. you? Yeah. Mine will cover still. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Certain scenarios, sure. Why so not? are you a grower? I'm definitely a grower. Yes. I'm definitely a grower. Grower, for sure. Yeah. So you can close over again? Yeah. So do you ever get it in the morning where you've like sealed yourself up? I haven't had that in a long time, but I have. I remember when I was younger having that, yeah. Mm. And it's just like you described. It's like a dam bursting. It's like yeah. a little water balloon that fills up and then... <laughs> just like wow. that. I've, I'm circumcised. So. <laughs> <laughs> so You don't know what you're missing out on. Um, so there's a... Can you get me a Coke Zero? Can I... That, that'd be great. Thank you. Do I have one here? Oh, okay. No, I'm asking somebody. Most Did you hear the? there's those hackers who broke into a bank? Where was it? I think it was in Sri Lanka, maybe, who wanted to try to steal a billion dollars. And they got into the bank and they were going to make a wire transfer from that bank to their own bank to take a billion dollars. But they made a typo and they were going to send it to like some fake account that they had set up to something, something foundation. But instead of typing foundation, they typed like, Foundation, like oh. they, they just misspelled it, 
So then it triggered like it triggered someone to look at it and be like, "Oh, what is that?" And then pick up the phone and call and be like, "Are you trying to wire all this money out oh. to foundation?" They're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <coughs> the most expensive typo in history. Yeah, I think they got away with eighty million dollars, <coughs> which is so weird because like whenever you see those like Nigerian or what are they called four three yeah. one scams, what's it 419 called four one nine or something four one nine scams yeah. or something like that. Um, whenever you see those like phishing emails, they're always misspelled. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, how come? They can be smart enough to make like a hacking system that'll take away your identity, but they can't write a fucking letter. It's like what what's going on here? And it's like you can easily tell when something's just fucked up. So it was uh, Bangladesh. I was wrong, not Sri Lanka. Was, yeah, Bangladesh. They tried to. But take they got eighty million. A billion dollars, and they got, got eighty, 80 million dollars. Uh, eighty million then got caught, or eighty million then got stopped. Eighty million then got stopped. They still they, don't know who took the money. Like yeah, fucking eighty yeah, million bucks. Some, somewhere I mean, it says uh, a total transfer about eighty-one million dollars went through to the Philippines. Do you think they consider that a fuck? Like, are they we fucked up? We only got away with eighty million. Of course, it's like, but you left nine hundred twenty million dollars out there. No, I'm with Chris. Like, it's still like, well, you know, it could have been better, but you know, it's still a positive. We're still up eighty million. I mean, unless they had promises to different people, and now they're going to be executed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know their situation. Bit of a downer, wouldn't it? You know, they've made for sperm. Go ahead. Robot okay. tail. Like a what? Pr- a prosthetic tail. Why do they need that? Because some sperm don't have the mobility to make it to an egg. How do they You've attach got, like, it? But there's know. other ways to deliver genetic material. Well, apparently this is cheaper. And the video. How is it cheaper to make a, a nanotech in. tail? I don't. I, maybe they're just bunging <laughs> a bunch of tails. But All the right. video. Gus, shall I'm I look, look up I'm, look I'm up look, robotic sperm tail? The video. Sperm it looks like a drill I, that like goes all the way up to the head. Could of you the sperm. imagine what the other sperm no, think about tiny, that guy? It's microscopic. They're like, what is that guy? Yeah. Why does he get the robot tail? <laughs> Pimp my tail over here. It's gone straight into the egg. Check this. Check this out. Bloody I found amazing. It, yep. Oh. My. So he's like latching onto the tail of the sperm. Got it. Got it. Oh. Sucking it in. Nailed it. Let's get that bastard to the egg. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Boop, boop, boop. Wait, so they're, it. they're even what driving is it? This? Yeah, they can, can they can drive sperm around with a microscopic tail. How crazy is that? I guess it's just a better delivery system. That is the weirdest fucking thing I've seen in my it, life. It's Gus. like a tiny drone. But Where do, think of how small you every can't day. I feel like I see something that's like too futuristic. I like I was not ready for that. Yeah, I didn't know they were working on that. You can't see sperm with your eye, so you, so you couldn't see the tail with your you eye. You can't. I can't. <laughs> Everything grows. Have you ever stared at... <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest, like, one of the funniest hypothetical uh, scenarios I ever heard was, uh, <laughs> what if instead of having in an in a, in a orgasm, you had millions of tiny sperm, you just had one giant one, and if it didn't, like... Impregnate someone, you had to fight it to the death. Like, it was like, like a puppy size. You, what would, you, like a, what oh, would you say... Like a one night stand, you're like, all right. Before we go into this, just there's something's gonna go on. It may yeah, you go high, I go low. We'll take it out. It'll be like it'll be nothing. There's two of us, one of it. Don't make eye contact with it. Yeah. So apparently, they I'm, I'm reading up on this this tale. Yeah. They make a helix uh, of metal, then using like a rotating magnetic field, they just make it spin so that it moves like a it moves through to the no. egg. How? What? Yeah. How? That's class. Is it? So I guess what they do is they take advantage of the actual natural process of a sperm and an egg connecting. I feel like I'm having to talk with you guys. And, uh, <laughs> and anyway, as opposed to like injecting genetic material into an egg, which might be harder on the Well, it's, it's more expensive. Cells. They do that all the time, the though, size right? It's of a cell, yeah. Was, I saw them do that in Species. <laughs> I mean, that was like 20 years ago. Shake it. There you go. Done. Would you swallow Probably. my sperm 
No. Robot tail. Go ahead. Just the robot Just tail? The tail. How much? 150 bucks. No. Yeah, well, let me be honest. Kevin's pretty attractive. There's nothing on it anymore. But and also it's anymore? microscopic. It was on the sperm before? Yeah. I'm not to go Well, it's not his that. tail until it's It's like, it's, on, you know, yeah. like you give me a package stuff. of new sperm tails. No, I no, no. might, <laughs> maybe. What is a new sperm tail? <laughs> like, <laughs> where, who's, who, where is this new sperm <laughs> coming <laughs> from? It's not new sperm, Chris. It's like before they introduce the sperm just the tail. Oh, okay. just the it's tail. just the tails. But you know how some stuff is too small to get water on it? Like you couldn't get the, the jizz fluid because it's too small. The jizz what like is too was, small to get water like, on? Think it. of a dollop of jizz, the smallest that jizz can Hold be. Hold on, let me think about it. Let me think about it. All right, I got it. Go ahead. Right. Now think of the smallest that could be. Like you take a, a knife Very and you small. half your little jizz thing until there's no halves anymore. It's the smallest it could be. It still couldn't get on the sperm tail because it's the surface area would be so massive compared to the little teeny thing. So it'd be clean. You could dip it in sperm. <laughs> And pull it out and still lick it and there'd be no sperm on it. Well, you could, I mean, what you're saying, though, is you could do that with anything. <laughs> like, anything is not gross if you go down far enough yeah. molecularly. Like, you could, if, like if there was a... Like, poop is carbon. Yeah. A lot of carbon. If there was a tiny Carbon's toothpick, not gross, but it is because it's poop. If there was a tiny <laughs> toothpick and I just stuck it into a... The smallest toothpick possible. Go with the stuck tiny it toothbrush. In a, Let's bring the tiny toothbrush back. We I gotta have two uses for this thing. in a dog poo and pulled it out. There's no shit on it. I'm not going near right, that toothpick. Let's I'm, buy a tiny toothpick and no, let's get some dog shit be, on here along with the steak tail. It has to be smaller. Plus, you're not going through that toothpick, right? Yeah, you're not going anywhere near it. No, 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 no. But if it's smaller than bacteria, what's going to be on it? We'll find out next week on the podcast. <laughs> Gavin, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm still not going near it. I'm still Weird. not doing it. It's like poo. It's like farts. You taste fart, but you don't because it's there's fart going. There's poo in your mouth, but you can't. <laughs> you can't even taste it. <laughs> It's not. It's not poo. Look, something that came from my butt that, that you smell, there's poo in your nose. You sound like my brother. We had this conversation. My brother told me that when I was like eight years old. <laughs> it's true. But yeah. it's so small. I think my brother's quote was, my brother was way too... But you still don't like the smell of farts. No. no <coughs> Why do you say that with like an ellipsis on the end? Like, no. Do you like Have the you smell ever smelled a fart you liked? I mean, your own farts are all right. <laughs> so you like them? I don't like them. It's just like, that's not the worst oh. thing I've ever smelled. <laughs> Although I feel like I feel like there's something mental happening there because sometimes I'll fart and forget and then it's not mine. Right. And I'm like later. And I'm like, this sucks. Oh wait. No, I think that was me. But because I'm not sure I don't like the fart. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. Have we met before? (laughs) No, I'm not sure. Uh, Matt has a friend who in high school was on a road trip and he was in a car. And he farted so disgustingly, he made himself throw up in the car. What? Yeah. His buddy, Matt. And Matt, can't, Matt can't tell that story without laughing. Because <laughs> the guy farted and then, like, tried to roll the window down and get rid of it and then ended up just throwing up out the window while he's driving down the freeway. <laughs> that's bad news, man. So, obviously, that was a stranger to him. He did yeah. not know that fart. Well, that's why. I think because people like their own farts. <clears throat> or they don't like him. They're just acceptable. But if someone else, if someone like else family. knew, <laughs> like if I gotta you, deal with this fart. If, <laughs> what if, am you, I if do? you farted, yeah, and I knew you were about to fart, uh-huh. and I farted into your fart, and you smelled it. Oh, that's I think, worse. I think because you were, worse. because you thought it was yours, you would like it. Oh. I think that's the mental thing. Is that a, you'd be proud so of it. You'd, you'd have like, to like stealthily fart you, into you'd his fart. You'd, you'd, you'd have to own it. Like it's like no, that's definitely my fart. It's like I know my. That would be pride of all. I have a question. Yeah. Is it weirder to smell at the top? Which one? Oh. To smell the fart of someone close to you or a complete stranger? What is grosser to you? It's all the same. No, 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 no. 
Like, Stranger. Gavin's not close to anybody. <laughs> I don't know what you're asking. Stranger Farts worse. Stranger Farts worse than someone close to you. I think they're both like, one of them is like 100 bad, the other one's 99 I bad. would rather smell a stranger's farts than Just someone leave it that close leave it, to you me. You can stop right there. That's fine. Well, because like you feel like you know too much about I feel about like them. it's like, it's like it, yeah. It's I like feel too like intimate. if they, like, years from now, after we've all lived very great lives and pass away at an old age from natural causes, if, like, they, like, what if they pulled, like, just one quote from each of us, for, like, at random <laughs> from this podcast for our tombstones? Like, Chris's would be, I'd rather sports. <laughs> I know it would be. I would game the system so that was the case. Oh, I'm going to die in Bernie's. She's like, yeah, yeah, he told me one of this on his tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got yeah, no, yeah. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. <laughs> it's all good. So there was a really funny uh, tweet somebody made. I don't know why it made me laugh, but the person wrote, I hate when I miss the start of the podcast, and I don't know if anyone has said anything about Gus's eyebrows. So what is, <laughs> what is, so what is wrong with Gus's what's eyebrows the, that set this guy off? They're the same. Nothing's happened to them. Nothing. Is something wrong? We Did didn't you get a haircut them. again? I got a haircut, but they didn't touch my eyebrows. <clears throat> tell me. You got to tell, tell me, please. I don't know. You are looking very symmetrical. Ian McIntyre on <laughs> Twitter just said, I feel like... Tuning into the podcast and immediately hearing a discussion about sperm isn't that uncommon. <laughs> so maybe we need to change it. It's your... fascinating stuff. It's, uh, it's really not, though. I, I sent you uh, a text. I don't know if you got it there. <clears throat> oh, I did get a text. But yeah. I thought it was something to do with that tweet, though. So it's, it's, a, it's a question for, for Bernie there. I don't know if he's got it. Well, <laughs> I thought, I'm, I'm by his, judging by his face, he doesn't have I saw, it. I saw another conversation, which I forgot to reply to. Let me put this in place. I'm waiting for him. To look at that and tell me what he thinks. Are we going? Uh, should I read it? Are we going? It didn't say, Are we going? <laughs> just, I got a tweet from this guy. No, that, it's I sent you a text. I got the text. The text you sent me is a tweet. You? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. But I technology. sent you before that. I sent you a, oh, a, question. a question. Yeah. <clears throat> how, how do you do? How do you say that? Okay. Let's, let's, I have a word here and we're going to, I'm going to spell the word to you and then we're both going to say how we say it. I'll say it and then you immediately say it right after me. Okay, right. Gavin? Chris, you're in on this too. Go okay. me, and then goes Gavin, and then it goes you. Okay. Gus is, do you want to say yours? No. You don't want to say yours? No. So here's the order. It goes me, then it goes Gavin, then it goes you. But first I'm going to spell the word, and then we say it. Okay, I need to Ready? punch the mic. Because me and Gavin, then you. Yeah. S-P-E-C-I-E-S. Ready? Species. Species. Oh, What? What? <laughs> Chris, Wait. it's okay to cheat off the spelling part speech. and just know the word we were saying. Is it it's speech? totally fine it's not to do species. that. Okay, that's the way I say it. Species? Yeah. I, I was like, there's a trick question somewhere. Oh. That's where I was like, this no, can't no. be You spe- say species. Yeah, I say species. Okay. It's, well, I say both, so I have no room. Which one's correct? So someone tweeted, who is this? Hato Wells said that I'm mispronouncing it, that it's species? Species. I was no, like, species. What are you, what are you saying the same fine. word? You're saying the same word. Yeah, we are saying the same word. We're species. saying it differently. Species. Sp- he's saying species. I'm saying species. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's an H there. It's an <laughs> SH. I, I, I felt like you... Uh, I got, species. felt like there's a I trick think like here. There, there is a conversation happening here, but you're not For the record, <laughs> dictionary.com lists both, but it lists species first before species. Dude, I'm getting... So fucking in your face, you son of a bitch. While we're Hato. on this topic, other people have started to pick Hato, up on something. Hey, dowels, fuck you. Oh. I got done for the for the Thanks way for I pronounce. Uh, <laughs> the, no, really, we appreciate being a sponsor. Um, <laughs> thanks for, thanks thanks for <laughs> supporting us. We want to take this moment to thank you for being a paying member of our sponsor <laughs> website, dickhead. 
<laughs> B-U-O-Y. What? Buoy. Mm. Yeah, I got yelled at because I don't pronounce it that way. How do you pronounce, pronounce it? it? <clears throat> boy. Boy? Boy. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. And someone was like, it's pronounced buoy. And I was like, I mean, yeah, in some places, but not everywhere. It's also buoyancy. All right, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. And I'm prepared for disappointment. Chris, are you okay at spelling? Did you like, see what just yeah, happened? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The spelling is fine. It's the pronunciation. I was spelling it. I think he has comprehension. Spell the word, whoa. Like, whoa, that was crazy. W-O-A-H? Fucking hate the Lost world. Lost it. W-H-O-A. Uh, it's gone. The word is it's gone. gone. What, how, when did that happen, Gus? I don't know. It's the W-H-O-A. Word, the word whoa is spelled W-H-O-A. That's how that word is spelled. There is it's no word. Wo-wa. There's no word. <laughs> yeah, don't okay. even bother pronouncing it. Don't even bother pronouncing it. Because it's not Wohoa either. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but Whoa. there is no word W-A-H. However, that word has somehow been generated. And now the word whoa, the, ch- the spelling of it, I fully recognize is changing. And now the spelling of the word, I believe now, Gus, is W-O-A-H. Is this going to be another one of those differences? Like aluminum, aluminium? Like we're going to have a rift between the UK and I, the no, United States? I, yeah, or people who like say that the woe is only, I guess, for horses or whatever or something like that. Yeah. And I've even had people tell me, oh, they're two different words. It's like, no, they're not. No, nope. They're really not two different words. It, the language, like language people. What really do language a- people say, Gavin? <laughs> tell me what the language people say. <laughs> <laughs> they just really get offended by people's misuse of words no like i think publicly, that's fascinating it's like politics it's like i hate when people do this like do you really hate it like, no i do really I, hate right. it. right i don't hate that that word is changing i'm actually fascinated because language language has changed many times over the years like the spellings of words it's have changed always it's changing. never not changing <laughs> i just changed a word right there to change it but uh <laughs> it, it is it is fascinating to watch that happen in a short amount of time somebody posted like the lookups on google for whoa versus woah and like 2008 Basically, when Twitter started, or when people started using Twitter heavily, all of a sudden, W-O-A-H just rocketed up. What do you think caused that? Was there a particular... I don't know. I'm could fascinated there, by could it. Could there have been, like, one internet meme where it was misspelled? Or Possibly. Something? Or one tweet from a whoever. Or right. Like, Ashton it's Kutcher. like one thing that's like, oh, yeah, that's how it's spelled, because this person spelled it, and this was this huge thing. Yeah, yeah no. It, it, something happened, though. And it's, it's not an issue of... Well, some people just spell it that way. But it really is definitely not the spelling what, of the you, word. You said it happened wait, wait. one year. Did you say it was 2008? I believe so. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, guys. I have a question. Bernie, well, uh, <laughs> how would you feel if your legacy was you began the misspelling of a word? I would take that. Like, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm the one who started the misspelling of well. Sure. Yeah, foundation is now foundation. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. From this day forward. Um, yeah, another thing I want to read here. I want to remind everyone this episode of the Received Podcast is also brought to you by Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry is a first-person action movie told from the point of view of Henry, where you become the character. You experience and feel everything through his eyes. It's truly groundbreaking. It's a visceral ride and a sensory experience where you learn all about this world, his extremely dangerous situation, and the truth behind who Henry is as he discovers it. You're resurrected by your wife with no memory of who you are, and five minutes later, you're being shot at, and your wife is kidnapped by a powerful warlord with a plan to bioengineer soldiers. The movie is batshit insane and must be experienced in the theater. The action scenes are next level amazing with mind-blowing practical stunts that defy logic as to how they were accomplished. It's in theaters April 8th. So uh, really uh, excited to have uh, them on as a sponsor. It's something we talked about even before that they uh, had agreed to be a sponsor. And years ago we talked about the Bad Motherfucker music video, which the same director made, I think it was like three years ago, uh, which led to the movie. And uh, we got a chance to see it last night. It was really good. 
stay tuned at the end of this podcast we're going to sit down and talk with uh the director um the composer and the star uh from hardcore henry all about the movie i'm are you going to be part of that interview gavin i will i am not and i because i'm not able to be a part of the interview, and I'm. You say we, I, we taped a little. Earlier. We taped a little earlier. So <laughs> I couldn't be here because I was taping. I was uh, shooting million dollars. I was but, bummed for you because oh, so you, you're always talking bummed. about Charter. Yeah, so bummed. And the the movie was great. It was, uh, um, you know, it's an FPS movie. At mm-hmm. first, I was like, oh, it's not FPS because it's not a first person shooter, but you actually are shooting a movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so it's an FPS movie. Uh, so that's the movie we're talking about. If you've seen the trailers for it and everything, the entire thing from start to finish is. I'd say 99.999% except for that like flashback kid stuff oh, right. is not in first person. There's only like two shots in the whole movie that are in first person basically. And uh, it's like – so that's the reason I think that would get you in the door of why you would go watch this. But uh, Charlotte Copley's character actually I think is fucking a brilliant character. That is a brilliant character, mm-hmm. man. It's a really, he's really honestly likable as knobs in every movie he's in. Yeah, he's likable, dude. Like he was the best part of that eighteen movie. Was he in a ton of eighteen? Yeah. yeah, he was in eighteen. Mm-hmm. He was Murdoch. What? In eighteen with, with Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper and Rampage Jackson. Is it Charlton Cobley was Murdoch? Yeah. Let's, yeah, look, wait, that, let's look that up. You know that for a fact. Well, I mean, I saw the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that I that that uh, A Team was before District. Charlton Copley, Murdoch, 2010. Was that before or after District? It was 9? after. After. Really, I had no idea. And in in that, movie, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. So there's a really funny bit where he's like hanging off the blade of a helicopter, singing "You Spin Me Right Around." It's good. So we saw a movie recently where there was a black actor in it, and I said, "Oh, I think I think I know this guy from another thing." And he's like from an internet short. And so we went to look him up, and I looked at it, I go, "Oh no, it's not the right guy." And Gavin goes, you're racist. Like, it wasn't even a joke. Like, Gavin, we were by ourselves. Or we were in a group of people. We were You've off on the side. you consolidated the time on it, though. What do you mean? Because you got the, the picture or the video, and I went, oh, it's not him. And you were like... The, the, first of all, the video we were looking at was about five years ago. Yeah. And he's a heavier dude, and he was like different weights in these two different things. <laughs> And I was like, it could be. Gavin was like, you're racist. Like, how, dare, how dare you? I was so offended by that. <laughs> completely different person. He's a completely different person. But, I mean, I, we have, don't you have those discussions all the time about actors in movies? You go to IMDb and look it up. Like, we just had it about Charlotte Copley. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, you were wrong in both cases. But I'm only racist in one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of the discussion, Gavin. Hey, did you watch uh, The Matrix with Blaine? No. <laughs> What is it? Oh, what so is it? So Emmett Dobbs, in answer to your tweet, no, he did not watch The Matrix. It was Meg's birthday. We went out for dinner. Oh, did you know it was Meg's birthday? That was. The I other didn't thing. know. I wasn't going to miss her birthday. I just didn't know what day it was on. What does that mean? Well, I wasn't going to miss her birthday. <laughs> hey, like Chris, I know job. her birth date, and I was. I don't know. I it didn't means know it was on he a was going to be so alive proud. during it. <laughs> Chris, with a solid, what does that okay, mean? For what example, does that mean, Gavin? Here's an example. What day is your birthday? January 18th. What day is that? Same day as right, my birthday. Right, <laughs> 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 I'm not going to miss Bernie's birthday. Why would he? <laughs> this year, what was her birthday on? Monday. Tuesday. Sorry. Uh, you're right. Point it was Monday. Three. It was Monday. But I, it, I remember it as Tuesday because it felt like it didn't happen. <laughs> okay, Chris. <laughs> you're losing no, me no, no, no. <laughs> Because I, my birthday was on the day I was um, flying to Australia for RTX Australia. Right. And... And it w- I was like, oh, this, how cool would it be if my birthday was one day later and it didn't exist? Okay. <laughs> because, you know, flight, flight yeah. zones, time zones. Flight zones. I mean, it would exist, but for a very short amount Not of time. Not for me. No, it would. 
I mean, you maybe. only adjust when you land, but technically you're crossing time zones the Sometime, whole time. Sometimes, maybe, but like it's one of those things where you, you fall asleep and you wake up, it's the next day. Yeah. And how cool, it'd just be, it'd be really cool to be like, oh. Missed it last year. Yeah. That sucked. Would you not count it? Sure. Yeah. You yeah. say you'd I'd be, I'd stay the same age for another year? <laughs> I think you'd make an argument. You'd be like one of those leap year jackets. <laughs> oh, God. But it'd be one of those things where it's like, <laughs> you're lying about your age. It's like, no, 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 I have a reason for this. How many how many uh, hours does a day last a date last on Earth? We had this conversation. Oh no! I'll be I just want to say I'll be disappointed if we go to RTX this year and nobody cosplays as a sperm with a robot tail. <laughs> I want to, that's the one cosplay I want to see. We got they got to have a friend who like screws the tail onto them. <laughs> get, it's, get, a, it's like <laughs> what if Naomi Shequin will make that? She'll make like the little plush sperm, <laughs> <laughs> like a separate like plush little Ro- robot tail. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Shequin. Yes. I did not it's know like that. It's like Sequin. It looks like Chicone or like, yeah. right the way it's spelled. But she told me it's pronounced Shequin. Okay. Wow, that's way fancier than I think. I'm, I think I'm saying it right. Yeah. See, you and Meg at Halloween came as <laughs> she a, does a lot of crafts. By the way, she's we retweet her stuff all the time. You guys, you and Meg came as like a themed together costume, yeah. right? She was a lamp, and I was the box that the lamp came in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but that would be a good theme costume. Why? What? You, what? You, oh, one of us being the... One of you, you could be the sperm. <laughs> 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 like I'm the duck. Yeah, but I, I still exist in the middle of the, the robot tail. Like, I can't, like, come over her like that. <laughs> what? We'll just let Gavin... Gavin, we're not going to pull you out of that one. You oh, can look. recover. Hey! <laughs> I oh. didn't get it. Like that's from a movie. That's from a Christmas it. story. Yeah. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. People were asking me what I was. I was like, I don't really know. A box. Here, I'm a, a box. box. I don't know. Did, did you guys an elf? Did you hear about that guy? There's um this person who's wanted in I think it's the Maryland and Virginia area. He's he has been robbing WalMarts. Oh, I love it's so brilliant. It's what, so simple. What he what? does is he walks into the Walmart wearing like an employee vest. Goes up to a cashier and goes, hey, they need you at the office. The cashier leaves. He finishes checking out the person that they were helping, then just takes the cash drawer and leaves. Yeah. He, like, helps all the other customers in line, like, one or two left, which is enough time to, like, get them out. And then the person goes to the manager and go, what do you want? And they're like, get out of here. I don't want anything. And then they come back and their cash drawer is Their cash gone. And that guys, is ballsy. It's ballsy and it's so simple. It's such a simple, it's like a confidence game, right? I think, I think they said that he's uh, robbed three different Walmarts now. Just walks in and walks out with the fucking cash drawer. But you know what? That's what Walmart's going to use as the reason why they got rid of all their cashiers. In a couple. Of oh years. yeah, there, That's there what it you're is. See. <laughs> oh, so, so he doesn't take the drawer. He just bags the cat. <laughs> so yeah, he probably looks suspicious if he walked out the front. Can we go back on that? Can we go back on that? Okay, I got to analyze this for a second. So here's this guy. They're trying to find his identity and know who he is. One photo they have is a security camera. The other one is like an Instagram photo. <laughs> what is that? It looks like H- hashtag hustling. Who took that photo? <laughs> who took that photo? It looks like the same picture, like the same moment. He maybe just holds his head high as he walks like that. But I think they want just, you to see profile. That does not look like security footage. That who? looks like somebody one of them, snapped a nice photo. One of them might be an ATM. You know what oh, it could possibly? Oh, you know what, you know what it could possibly be too? It could be that Onion article coming to life where. At any point in time, there's probably a photo or multiple photos being taken of any square foot on Earth at any point in time to where you could just find somebody who's in the parking lot at the same time as him and then get the photo off their phone. Did you ever read that uh, Onion article yeah. about the fire yeah, for yeah. the millennials? 
and they <clears throat> they pieced together exactly what happened to the fire. Like somebody dropped a cigarette butt, and they had a 360 degree extrapolated view of the cigarette falling because there was 3,000 selfies being taken within that <laughs> minute, you know. And it was really funny. And then they knew the timeline of the fire. Because people were tweeting as they were going down the stairs of like, oh my God, building's on fire, second floor's on fire. (laughs) They were tweeting all that stuff. It's a really funny article, and it was written like four or five years ago. Longer than that, yeah. Yeah. It was a a while ago. A really funny article. Yeah, but yeah, ATM makes sense. I could could see that. That's really like close, though. I guess they... Maybe walked right in front of it. Did they enhance? Yeah. They they CSI'd it. All you have to do is have someone say enhance, and then it's enhanced. That's the way images work. Especially if it's a reflection in someone's glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of CIS, or CSI, excuse me. The uh, computer information systems, that's CIS. I just like, yeah, like they they zoom in on Bernie's glasses, and they're like, let's let's zoom in on the reflection on Bernie's glasses. They did it out a lot. (laughs) Like our fucking enhance system broke. (laughs) But uh, 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 CSI is a very popular CBS show, and I'm... Part of another popular CBS show called The Amazing Race. Did you guys see the episode from Friday? I did. Did you see it yet? Nope. Great episode. Like that was uh, that's the that's one of the ones that I've was on where it's like I've been wanting to talk that about it. Was I'm re- always careful, by the way, when I talk about it because I don't want to say how many episodes not, yeah. I was on. But I'm not caught. I was I was at least on this one. You that was that. really a beautiful location. Like every place Fucking you went to nuts. and everything. We can talk about it. What was the location? It was Chamonix, France. It was the. Swiss. Are you just putting stickers on every week? Yes. You just noticed that? Yeah. So I have stickers. If you want to look here, that is my France sticker. That's my Mexico one. That's California. That's Colombia. And that is, uh, this, this one just says the French Alps. You got Switzerland over there. Yeah. And then I got Hawaii because we went to Hawaii for some of the screenings. So I'm turning this like into the like, you know, old luggage when they put the stickers on it, Gus. So mm-hmm. I have these little stickers and I put them on there. So when I go to a different place, I... I'm just gonna start adding it to my laptop. Chevrolet are really getting their money's worth out of that. Oh, they really are. They put the, we did that uh, Chevrolet uh, podcast at the YouTube. The best day ever. Yeah. yeah, and they covered my Apple logo, and I've had this like Chevy sticker on there for like best year and a half ever. That was this point. That was last year. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because that was the su- we helped the Super Troopers guys launch their uh, Indiegogo. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Was that? Yeah, that yeah. Was, that's correct. But uh, but every every shot, every location was was beautiful there. Like I I, I was we were genuinely 16, jealous. Thousand feet up, three miles up. On the, on the, we were on the peak of this mountain. It was like the we were in the shadow of what they called the Mont Blanc mountain, and uh, we had to do all this stuff on top of the mountain. Why'd you say like that, Mont Blanc? No, I mean, why'd you say what they? That's like saying this is what they call Everest. Because I actually don't know, like the the mountain that we were on. There's been debate as to actually if it was Mont Blanc or not. Because when you're racing, you're just like go nuts, uh, and you're reading. It's like that was like <clears throat> climb up this thing, climb the needle, is what we were on. Is <laughs> Ashley, you over there? What was the name? What was the mountain we were on for Amazing Race? Was that Mont Blanc, or we were next to Mont Blanc? I think we were under Mont Blanc. We were under it, right? We were under the mountain. Yeah, because they, they said the, the clue said the shadow of Mont Blanc. How many people do you think have been places, said they've done something, but they don't know that they didn't do it? Right. Like just were confused about experience. Well, that's the thing about that's the thing about the Amazing Race. It's like we could not plan like an excursion like that. It's like all the stuff we got to do, it's like we just wouldn't we wouldn't plan that stuff. Like even something as simple as like going in a cave and solving a puzzle. It's like you just wouldn't do that, you know? And it's like while you're sitting right next to the Aztec pyramids. It's just it was cool stuff. It's it's weird though because right like doing that kind of stuff, you don't experience it in the same way you do in real life, right? They didn't actually show it on the show, but actually when we're building our tent that we were doing, um she was like, oh, my God, look at this. And we, like, looked, and it's like, you could almost, you're so high, you could almost see, like, the curvature of the Earth. It felt like that. The like, Earth's flat, You though. just felt like you could see yeah, but the Earth is flat. If the Earth is curved, <laughs> you could see it. Like is that Mont Blanc? Yeah. I don't think that's what we were on. So I sent you, uh, I, I, te- <laughs> I texted you the name of the mountain you were on. 
It's there's no way I'm gonna pronounce this. I'll look it up. You you speak a little bit of French. I, I hear you busting it out during the amazing race. <clears throat> See if you can you can pronounce this one. It's Aguil du Midi. So something of the day. Aguil is And it says it has the, the cable car, which is what makes me think that that's the that's the one you were on. That might be a might not be pronounced or might not be translating midi prep correctly. Milieu is the middle. Oh, there midi. it is. It's down further. What is it? It's uh, needle of the midday. Middle midday, yeah. So midi is noon because that pre midi is uh, afternoon. Um, the uh, yeah, but that, that was the mountain we were on, and it was just it was nuts. So they didn't show Ashley like saying, "Oh, look at this," and I was like, "Get to work on the campsite. You know, <laughs> had to build this tent." And then we had to we had to first of all we had to wear these boots. They gave us gear because nobody was prepared for that. Like that was an extraordinarily extreme condition. And so they gave us mountain hiking boots, which I think weigh about seven pounds each. It was it was like running around with ankle weights on all fucking day. It was crazy. And then we go up to the top of this mountain. That's it. That's where we were. That's the needle. That's the top. There was a lot more snow it on it. It is top. When we yeah, there's the very top. And actually rappelled out like across this crevice where there was like 4,000 foot drop down, you know, down the side of a mountain. And she was like, went out to get a clue and brought it back. And this like blizzard got kicked up by a helicopter it was and everything. Amazing. I love what I've loved this season is watching people freak out about being in a cave and being claustrophobic or being on a mountain and being afraid of heights. Yeah. Every week it's like some, so, someone is, is freaking out over like that a kid core Cole fundamental was like, fear. Supposedly like holding onto that thing shaking. Like they were watching him. Like <clears> his, his whole body was shaking, trying to step over that ledge and like well, they walked along the side of the mountain. That was part of the challenge that they did. But um, for our thing, we had to build this, this campsite, and that, that was hard enough because it really turned out to be a, sh- a snow shoveling thing. And it was like trying to exert that much energy at that altitude. It was like I'd never experienced anything like that. But what they didn't show was the last thing that we had to do was put the sleeping bags into the tent. And for whatever reason, part of putting the sleeping bags in, we had to blow up two air mattresses by mouth. And that so- seems like a big deal. At Holy that elevation. shit. That was, it, it's such a stupid thing. That might be one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Because <laughs> we blew up these air mattresses, and then it was like, oh man, I'm out of breath. I gotta catch my breath. And it's like, there's no breath. There yeah. is no oxygen Less up here. Oxygen. Yeah, and it was just like, and then we had to like run up these stairs, and I have to be very grateful for the edit that I got. Because going up those stairs, I made some awful noises. Like, <laughs> like they showed me like right get to like the third or fourth step up it was probably like the third or fourth step out of what? What do you think about four hundred or five hundred steps? It was it was like climbing up one of those Aztec pyramids. Yeah. It was that distance. What kind of noises are we talking? About? I was making like this. even not thinking about the elevation like when esther and i were watching it and the camera shows you know after you're done the camera cut pans over and shows the stairs esther's like holy crap that's a lot of stairs to go up now and then like we didn't even think about the fact that you're that high up and there's no oxygen yeah and if you don't see like where people weren't running like they were just kind of like shuffling along that's because it's like you you just ran out of energy the moment you exerted any energy up there was fucking nuts And, and of course we had a mountain guide who's like French, good-looking French fucker. That, <laughs> sorry, sorry, he's very helpful to us. But uh, he was like guiding us around, and he's like goes back up those stairs like nothing. He's like, he's like, allez, 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 like let's go, let's go, you know. And it was like, well, and we were like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking die. That's what Sherpas are, you know. Like yeah. that, that, when you're climbing Everest, you you live at base camp for several weeks to let your your body adjust to low oxygen. 
Yeah, you have to you have to live at base camp before you're allowed to climb the mountain. So because does less oxygen make you make crap decisions? Does it yeah, affect your yeah, mind? Yeah, yeah, what they call hypoxic. Insane. Why? What are you saying? Do you think we made bad decisions? <laughs> I haven't seen the episode yet. I don't know. We made some bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was worried. Yeah, you should have been. We made one bad decision, but it, we it was a risk, and the risk like didn't pay off in a very dramatic fashion. And we figured out why later, which we totally should have just been able to figure out on our own. Mm. Which is we basically chose the challenge, which was kind of like the penalty challenge for people who are afraid of heights and didn't want to do the crazy thing on the side oh. of the mountain. So it's, clearly they want you to do that one because it's more exciting and cool. And we did the other one to try to pass everybody because it's like, fuck, we can set up a tent in two seconds. You know? But it didn't work out that way at all. Like, that we had sense. no idea that the snow shoveling was part of it. Yeah. And that was really 95% of that challenge. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, looking good. I'm broke. I'm, I, I would say showing the good bread, not showing the the, the limp bad bread. <laughs> I broke it immediately. I also broke those sunglasses as soon as we started digging. Like, and then they were they were really worried about that because apparently it's at that altitude. I mean, it's, it's, there's a billion things, but at like that that altitude, you can get snow blindness super fast from the sun reflecting off all the mm. snow around you. What's the altitude got to do with it? I mean, the air is thinner. The I don't know. So there's less moisture in the air to cut maybe that you're down? above the clouds, so there's no. Uh, or maybe it was just all the snow. But they were really worried about me getting snow blindness. Is that like permanent blindness, or you just can't see for a day? I don't know. They were really careful with us. You know, they were. And I have to say, um, they actually. The I don't know if it's the same production group that does it, but there was actually a tragedy where uh, two people died in the Amazing Race Vietnam. They they died in Australia. Uh, they were shooting from, I think, an ultralight aircraft, and they were camera people, and it crashed while they were filming, and so wow. they died. And I got to say, I shout out to the people that produced The Amazing Race. That whole team is amazing. They, were, they let us know when we were doing dangerous stuff, and they told us the risks. Um, they let us make our own decisions, but, but we always felt like they were you know, doing their best to keep us safe. So it's like when something like that happens, I mean, they're doing risky stuff, and eventually mm-hmm. something like that's going to happen. It's, like, it, it's super sad. It's really sad that these uh, two guys died, and yep. uh, and you know we were very fortunate that you know Ash and I both came back relatively healthy. We got banged up, but nothing nothing relatively. serious. Yeah, she's laughing. <laughs> came back like came back with limp, twenty pounds lighter, limp bread. Yeah, when we got back, Matt was like, "You're th- you're th- really thin." When I got <laughs> back, the day I got back, I think I gained like fifteen pounds in the fifteen days after we got back. Pounds a day. Just eating nonstop. But then we, and then after that, we did this thing. I'll stop talking about Amazing Race here in a second. We did this thing where we had to paraglide, but only one person from the team did it. And it was a race to paraglide, and we chose Ashley because she was lighter because we didn't know if it was going to be a distance thing. Mm. And it turned out that was a good decision because it was a takeoff was the limiting factor, like running down the mountain right. and taking off with the paragliding pilot. But the best decision we made was when we got to the gondolas to go up that mountain. Uh, I don't think they showed this either. There was only a few pilots left, for reasons I won't spoil. There was only a few pilots left by the time we got there. And <coughs> Ashley and I just ran up, and she goes, who wants to go fast? And we both saw the exact same thing. There's all these pilots, these French dudes. They're like this. She goes, who wants to go fast? They're all like this. And there's one dude at the end when she asked it, he goes like this. She goes, who wants to go fast? And he goes, <laughs> and she, goes <laughs> she goes, you. That guy was a fucking lunatic. They came off the mountain and they just started spiraling the moment they took off. Like, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is that?" It was Ashley just spinning out of the sky. They came down super, super fast. And I put in a journal on the site. A lot of people asked how we beat another team to the mat when we left after them, or when they landed so far before us. And I put an explanation of that in the journal of why I think that happened. There's actually a screenshot where you can see the moment that we passed that other team. 
And uh, it was nuts. It was just nuts. Yeah. She definitely chose the right, right pilot. It's been, it's been really interesting watching the show, knowing someone. Like, I've always been a huge fan of the show. And, you know, you get invested and you find people you like and people you don't like. And, but actually knowing someone who's on the show has really added, like, a whole other element. Why don't it. you? They're, they're, they're doing auditions right now. I, could, I can't run. <laughs> you can learn to run. You can learn to run quickly. I don't know. You can, anyone can run. I'd be like, I don't know. That's an early flight. You know, is it an ILC? You know, I'd be so picky. Anyone with legs as functional as yours. Yeah, I, I would. I, that's why I'd be awful. I'd be gone immediately. So if if I said run out here, sprint to the end of the runway and back. What runway? The, whatever we're what are we on? We're on an old airport, aren't we? A parking lot. You know we can run. <laughs> what are you laughing at? There's no runway here. Who can run? Fucking Tyler Oakley can fucking run. That dude can run, man. It is unbelievable. He was actually, when we went to uh, casting finals week, we had some time where we go to the gym while we were there for like a week in the, in the final cast. Because we had to go through a full casting process. Um, we were just selected. They said, come on the show. They were like, we're interested in you being on the show. We still had to like go through the full casting thing. and Because uh, that's their process, and they do it better than anybody. And uh, So one time when I was in the gym, I was like one treadmill over from Tyler, and I recognized him. I knew just Tyler. And I, so I knew, I assumed he was in that hotel to also be auditioning. And uh, I got on the treadmill next to him and was like, ah, oh, that's a little intimidation. I'll fucking outrun this guy. Holy shit. Fuck. <laughs> uh, that ended fast. <laughs> he was, he's a very fast, he's a long runner. Like he can run for a long period of time. Those Frisbee guys are, those are definitely the sprinting team. But uh, Tyler and Corey, they can run a long way. And then the fucking dancers, you know, yeah. they dance for a living for God's sake. They're in good shape. So I feel you. Well, yeah, Tyler and Corey have been doing good. So, I mean, it shows that. They've done very well, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. I think every episode, they're like one and two. Well, it's a long race, Gus. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's a, it is a marathon. We'll see what happens. Also, it's off the air. It'll be back April 1st if you're watching the show. Yeah. Uh, it takes two weeks off for March Madness. And then it comes back and we go to some cool places. Stupid March Madness. Yeah. Uh, all right. Got one more thing to read here. March. More, stupid March Madness. Uh, I remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. There's no coding required. They offer intuitive and easy-to-use tools to help you along the way, and you get a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com slash roosterteeth. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code roosterteeth and get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring the podcast. It's the easiest way to make a website. If you have an idea for a website, register domain, check it out. I've said it before. They have great templates. It's literally as easy as drag and drop. Resizing does it all for you. Super, super easy. And you can try it for free. And when you decide to sign up, you get 10% off by going to that domain. Squarespeed.com slash Teeth. Have you made morchmorch.com? I have not. Fuck. Should I register what is, that? Is morch that stuff that you put in, like, uh, sod? Yes. It is? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Mulch. mulch. That's what I'm thinking of. That's <laughs> mulch. My my uh, my guy who helps me with my yard, he calls it mush. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, mush. He goes, you want me to put the mush everywhere? I'm like, mush. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, mulch. Okay. Yeah, this sure we'll spells interesting. What is, what is mulch? Spe- it's weird. I showed Gavin a text from him. He's, he's a Mexican dude. Um, and I don't think he's native to the U.S. or at least he's first generation. But he writes, like he texts, types with an accent. Like he types the words with the accent, which I, I find funny. I just like, I was like, look at this. He like. He wrote like little or something. Yeah, little. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So he said a little. Like he literally spells it with an accent. <laughs> well, that's the way, that's the way he it's thinks like of phone- the word. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's phonetic with an accent. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I, thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. But, so what's mush? Mulch. No, what, no, what is it though? It's uh, like uh, tree bark and stuff and 
Just, just like dirt. Yeah, like <laughs> like um, you know when you do you do like do your yard? Or you live in an apartment your whole life so far. I don't have a. So yard. you do your yard. Plant. You buy those like you know those paper bags. You buy leaf bags at like Home Depot, and you see those out by the garbage. Sometimes people do. <laughs> yeah. People they, the city comes by, picks those up, and uses like leaves and stuff, and they mush it up, and they make mulch. <laughs> it's just. What's the matter? You laughing at Chris doing the yard, or what is it? Or what are you laughing about? You laughing at me swinging mulch? I'm still, yeah, because I was mulch. That's <laughs> really funny. Put mulch all um, over the yard. And it's just like <laughs> organic matter that's like dense in, in minerals. Right. Yeah. Okay. Whereas mulch is just a dumb made up word. <laughs> there you go. There's there's mulch on the screen. It, right the, now. the main purpose of mulch is to, especially in places like Texas, it's important because it helps maintain moisture in the ground. It doesn't really provide nutrients or anything I like it that. Was, like. Nitrogen, nitrogen. I'm sure you can get like nutrient infused mulch, but the the purpose of mulch is really just to give you a ground covering to help keep the moisture in the ground. That's the main purpose of it. Someone beat me to that domain. Oh, really? What's the <laughs> domain? Mulch, mulch, mulchmulch.com. It took me a second to get through it. Wow. So you, even with our head start, you still lost it. Yep. Because I didn't I, think about all it. All I can hope is in the future, Chris has now begun the <laughs> movement that changed the spelling of mulch to mulch. <laughs> Then we'll see. We go to Home Depot and you'll see like, oh, look, native Texas morch. What the fuck? Do we when did the, this happen? Do we want the premium morch or not? <laughs> Double morch. Morch, morch. Um. Mo- uh, mo- I almost said morch. Mulch <laughs> is any material such as wood chips, grass clippings, leaves, or compost, even rock, newspaper, or shredded tires that is spread over the surface of soil to retain water, inhibit weed growth, and keep the temperature moderate. I hope on my tombstone they put morch. <laughs> So let me ask you a question. As homeowners, so a lot of people who watch the podcast are younger people, and they, they are in the process of building their lives. What is like? What is the build thing, your credit? What is? How would you do that? So what? How would you tell people to build their credit? Get a credit card. Okay. Instead and then you, use it and pay it off. Put everything on it. Pay it all off. Every month. If you use fuck it that like up, a, use you, it like a debit card. But pay it off. Yeah. Set up an yeah. automatic payment to pay your minimum payment five days before the due date. And then you'll at least pay your minimum payment. To pay the full payment and don't spend more money than you have. That is great advice that everyone will forget the moment they get a credit card. Also, See, I didn't though because I, I spent on a debit so much. I was like, when well, I've got a credit card, so, but I'm I, still going to not spend more money than I have because it's ridiculous. I, I've got, never carried a balance over on a credit card ever? No. Okay. Got, the, you're only a time I've, the only time I've ever done it was whenever I forgot to pay, but not because I didn't. I spent more money than I had. Really? Yeah. Even on like film equipment and stuff like that. I I've always spent money that I've had. Really? Good. All you're doing is adding a step to the point where it's going to be taken out of your account. So if you treat it like money and not like an invisible limit of free money. Yeah, it's something to think about this. You have two steps. You buy the thing and then you pay it. The extra step is that you have a bank. No, because usually you, you use your debit card, right? Mm-hmm. That's and a you, step. You, you have this much money. It's like this costs this. Is much the money, money a step? What? So you have money and you okay? Go it's ahead. all part of the same step. Debit card, yes. Deduction, right? Right. Credit card, yeah. I'm listening, (laughs) and then because then you have to manually pay that with your debit, with your account. It's not an automatic deduction. You have to pay that separately. What do you pay? The credit card. Yeah. Oh, it's another step. I see what you're saying. But holding the money (laughs) over, holding the money over a month and paying more than you have isn't an extra step. The credit card is the extra step. That's what I'm saying. What are you saying? Because we were talking about... He's saying about, the credit card's the extra step. That's what he said. Yeah, but we were having a whole conversation about paying more than what you have, and Gavin said, if you use the credit card more than money you have in the bank, it adds an extra step. No. I'm the saying, credit card treat adds your it. credit card like 
a debit card, but it's just an extra step. I see. You're minimizing the experience, saying it's just one more just step. Just don't spend more than your balance, and you'll never be in trouble. Yes. And then you'll get a higher balance, or a higher... Uh, oh, you mean what a credit? Oh, yeah. I'm not credit. saying don't spend you get a higher that. limit. Well, your limit might... And then you're getting trouble. You're getting trouble. Your limit might be more than your, your balance. But it could definitely could be. Just keep an eye on your balance. Don't spend more than that. In your checking account. Even if your limit is through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yep. So or just get a super high check. I when, bet. <laughs> when I uh, bought my first house back in uh, 2009, like leading up to that. How many houses do you have now? Well, my second one. Uh, I had an interesting experience where. Do you have your other house? I was mean? making a joke. I was thinking you were up to like. Oh, no, I houses. sold. I sold the other house and okay. I moved. This is just your second so, house you owned. Correct. When I was going to first, when I was going to buy the first one, I had an, uh, a weird thing where I didn't have any credit. Like I didn't have a credit score, which is bad, right? Which is turns out is really bad because I hadn't used credit cards. I didn't want to get into that whole trap, so I'd always just use my debit card or paid cash and and handle Everyone things like that. Everyone does that. that I didn't get it. So when uh, it came time to buy a house, they're like, "We want to sell you a house, but you don't have any credit. We have no history of you ever having done anything." So in order to build credit, they gave me a, they gave me advice, which I thought was bullshit at the time, but is actually what worked. They said, "Go out, get a prepaid credit card, and just use it." So I went out and I got a prepaid credit card, which is like you pay the bill in advance, yeah. basically. You can't and, fuck it up. Right. I just paid the bill in advance. And all I did for one year is I just paid my utilities with it. And then after a year, they were like, okay, great. You've got great credit now. You can buy a house. That's, like, that's all. Like, yeah. That was so stupid. I did the exact I, <laughs> same thing when I moved here because I couldn't get a credit card. And I had a credit card in the UK that I did my credit building there. It turns out to be useless. I don't use my credit score in the UK because I'm not there anymore. <laughs> so I basically started again with zero. I didn't exist. And I was like... Man, I got a bill credit. No one would give me a credit card, even with the smallest limit they had. Yep. So I basically had to give from my account, I gave the bank 500 bucks and they gave me a credit card with $500 limit. That's exactly what I did. And, and I just had to use it. And then a year later, they were like, you have some credit now. Here's a credit card. And a no matter one. how bad your credit is, you should work on that because start as a, early as you can. Start you never you know can. when you'll need some uh, a loan. You get your credit score. Buy a house. Up. But what is the thing, like, going forward in people's lives? You know, if, if you're super rich, you would have a butler, and you would have, I don't know, a driver, and you would have other things. But, like, there are other things you do. Like in The Sims, a golf th- there's, like, a handyman, holder. there's a gardener, that kind of thing. Made. Like, w- made, there you go. Like, what is the thing you recommend to somebody that if as soon as they have the ability to afford something like that, what's the first thing they should do that makes their lives so much easier for me. I would say depends where they live. Getting anyone else to like do your yard work and mow your yard yeah. is like the greatest fucking thing ever. Maybe it's because we live in Texas, yeah. But it's like I have never regretted spending the money that I spend on having someone else mow my yard. It's yeah. like I'm so fucking happy about that. Also, I've only mowed. It. Also, my butler's pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> I've like mowed a yard like once. Really? That's how I earned did so much money as a kid. I fucking hated well, it. I did a lot of yard work. Yeah, I did a lot of work, but um. I, n- I just never mowed a yard. What happened? Something I don't know. I, I don't know. Here. I guess Fucking it was like one of those sinks where his, his mower went over all the <laughs> the mulch. <laughs> the mulch, and it got the mulch. Well, here's what it. I know what it was. I know what it was. My stepdad didn't trust me with the big lawnmower, <laughs> so I fucking ran. Oh, was over. it like a drivable one? It was like a thing. oh, one of those. He would, you know, it was like a huge thing. Did it, it have wheels? A, it was yeah. a giant. Yeah, it was like you just sit on it. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about like it was a huge thing. It was huge. I wouldn't trust me with that thing. Yeah. My so, dad had I, one that it didn't have wheels. It didn't have wheels? No. What, what did it do? It hovered? <laughs> yeah, just like the propeller propelled it up into the air and he just sort of uh, oh, held that's on. That's a weed eater. I've seen those. Yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. weed eater. Thanks, Chris. That's a weed eater. That's no, what it is. <laughs> a, w- a weed whacker? Uh, yeah. 
That's like a spinning oh. wire. Yeah, that's, is that not what you're talking no. about? No. No, that's for trimming, like, that's for, like, edging. Yeah, I've heard about these. They're like hover lawnmowers. Yeah, my dad had one when I was a kid. That's... It, it was, like, tremendously That makes dangerous. it a little bit easier to mow a lawn. Yeah, look at this. Is that what it looked like? Is that your dad? <laughs> <laughs> looks just like you. He's not doing anything. That actually, believe it or not, that looks like the garden where you filmed the early slow-mo guy stuff. <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah. We should get to Turn the- Turn it on! Come on, get to the point! Do you know that, do you know that there's <laughs> a law? Do you know what the- I forget what the name is, but there's a law that says, if you're ever watching a how-to video, immediately fast-forward to 52 seconds or 32 seconds, that's where the how-to begins. Mm. <laughs> and it's- and you can try that on Let's almost every- Let's try it on every, this video. You can, I, I don't know what the actual amount is, though. Let me see that. So, when I was- uh, I, I still am. I'm-, I'm a, What? What? That's what he did. Oh, he did? That was yeah. the end of it? No, that was that was that far in, and it was still not started. So I'm allergic to grass. So when <laughs> cutting, mowing the lawn is awful for me. It's it's really, really bad. And my parents, even though they knew I was allergic to grass, they never let me use that as an excuse for not mowing the lawn. I'd be like, I can't do it. It physically hurts me. And they'd be like, eh, just put one of those uh, dust masks on. Like, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> um and I'd be like, I, I, I don't want to do it. And they would tell me stupid things like, oh, you can make it fun by like cutting your name in the grass and then cutting it around it. I was like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> that doesn't make it fun. Then you can come in and play with your that abacus. Makes it t- that makes it <laughs> take longer. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like, can I make it say, fuck you? And then, <laughs> and then, and then cut it? No, so it, it, I, I always had to cut it. And eventually we got one of the mowers too. And I, I got to ride <laughs> that around. Did that help? It did. Yeah. Because at least it was faster. I kn- I wouldn't know. Well, also like someone, I did- someone on Twitter just said that I'm allergic to grass, like the nerdiest statement ever. It's it's bad. The uh, the allergies are real. I'm allergic to a lot of things. I have a I have a lot of nerdy tendencies. I don't know if that's ever come across in this podcast or not. If anybody knows that law, I'd love to know on Twitter. <laughs> I can't find it. When knows the, that whatever that rule is for fast forwarding in a how to video or an instructional video, I'd like to I'd like to know what it is and try it. Oh, it's called the Wad. Somebody just said it. So thanks to Robert Holding, he said the it's called the Wadsworth constant. Oh right, the Wadsworth constant. Yeah, they talk about that on Reddit all the time. Is that yeah. why in Fallout the thing's named Wadsworth? That's Codsworth. The other one's in Fallout Three is the different name, isn't it? Which one in Fallout Three? Hey. Yeah, it's much easier. Yeah, that's cool, dude. What ha? Oh, why don't. You just Why kill all cat? of them like that? We're watching a hover mower right now. Plus, also, if you're in the UK, it's, n- it's never That hot. guy's mowing the lawn like shit. He doesn't get <laughs> any crossover. He's also not mowing it. Like, where's amateur. The... Oh, there you go. The downside is it doesn't have a bag. That's, that guy's just... pattern was garbage. That, fuck that guy. <laughs> he shouldn't kick that guy off of YouTube. Give him a strike. Wasn't one of them called Wadsworth? Who? One of the stupid floaty robots in Fallout. So, Wadsworth. All right, Fallout. I'll look it up. Gavin tends to be right about this kind of stuff. Wadsworth, Fallout 4. I might be Fallout 3. Codsworth, it comes at. So let me look up Fallout 3. Wadsworth, Fallout Wiki. Let me see what Wadsworth is. Wadsworth can become the Lone Wanderer's personal Mr. Handy butler at Megaton in the year 2277. Oh, look at you. Fallout 3. Hats off to Gavin I've played a lot of Fallout 3. I've never... I I did not know that. Mm. His dad's name is Wadsworth. Wadsworth Free. (laughs) That's, that's why Gavin remembered it. But yeah, that's the only service I have, is a, a lawn dude. You have a lawn dude? Yeah, I mean, you have a lawn dude? You don't have, like, a, a housekeeper or anything like that? Mm-mm. It's good. I don't want people in my house. You like cleaning your stuff? Yeah. Your house is kind of messy. <laughs> I don't know. I've only been to, I made Gavin's house once. It was, like, the greatest day of my life. Gavin invited me in. It was like, look at my home. And I was like... You, didn't, you never saw the old one. 
I never said. I, you don't have to rub it in. I know I didn't. <laughs> I know I didn't. See it was kind of messy though. What was the house when you saw it? Oh no, your house wasn't messy. I, I've been, listen. I've been in messy houses. <laughs> That's not a messy house. I I, I don't. The, again, this is the progression of a conversation. Uh, the, over the weekend, I was playing games on my computer. I was playing XCOM 2, and I just had the TV on. You played on PC or played on Xbox? PC. You only play XCOM 2 on PC. Oh, it's not available? Not, anything? No consoles. Uh, 100% so like, of Just Cause 3. I, I just had the TV on, and it's, you know one of those hoarding shows came on. And I just... It's, it's so... Can't do it. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> understand how it gets to that point. And then, you know, just trying to rationalize with someone about it, like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It was really weird. I, I have a lot of weird things about me. Yeah. But that's not one of them. The podcast that I went on with Phil DeFranco, it's like I talked about, like, so much stuff that I don't normally talk about on the podcast or I've learned not to talk about. It just because, you know, I just can't deal with the anger. It's like I felt okay talking about his, like, fair use stuff. We uh. talked about that for a little while. You know, Ray William Johnson just lost that case. But one of the things we talked about was digital <coughs> media and how I don't like having physical media and stuff. And it's like... You know, I don't. I never talk about that because when the patch started, I got such a fucking negative reaction to that. <laughs> like people were like really upset with me. To where it's just like, look, maybe I'm like, maybe I'm wrong, and I'm out of touch on this. But I will, I will back off on the digital media thing. I'd like to say one thing. Go ahead. Hitman sucks. Okay. Great game. Awful. Yeah, you were tweeting a lot about it. So, single player game. You were like Michael with a new washer. Literally on the, on the box, <laughs> if there was a box that existed. It's my new favorite thing to make fun of. <laughs> it's players one. Online one. There's only one. You can only be you in that game. No one else is playing. You it's have the hitman. He's a lone guy. Yeah, age of 47. He doesn't, he doesn't work in teams. <laughs> you have to be online to track all of the challenges. There's challenges linked to achievements. Like, just, just Class 3 has that. Yeah, like kill this guy or kill both the targets within 10 seconds with the sniper, for example, is a challenge. Have to be online for that to count. You can play offline, but you don't get any of that. There's no point in playing offline. Right. As soon as you lose connection to the server, you just get chucked back to the menu. Mm. Instantly. <laughs> and it happened to me at the weekend. Sounded like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me at the weekend maybe 45 times. And the loading times in that game, awful. Every time you get the thing pop up, I've been making clips. You can watch my save film. There's a bunch of them. Every time I get booted, I make a clip. Two and a half minutes to get back into the game. No way. Yeah. So basically... Just Cause 3 has some long load times too. The, the error comes up. You press A. You load back to the menu. You then have to go online. It says, we're gonna, you're going to go online. You have to press A about four times to do that. You wait for it to go online. Then you press load. You wait for that to load. Then you click your save and you wait for that to load for like a minute. Sorry. Because I know you like that series a lot. Gavin likes really, Hitman. Like the actual game pit when, when you're playing and you're not panic saving because you know you're going to get booted off. It's very fun. It's funny because I think of when I think of people, not so much when I think of the person here, but when I think of certain franchises, I associate them with certain people. Hitman, I definitely associate that franchise with you. Yeah, like, I like multi-approach stealth games. I, I, I like Splinter Cell. Too. Let me name some. Let me name some franchises, and you tell me who they're associated with here. Assassin's Creed. Jack. Absolutely, Jack. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh -huh. Absolutely, Jack. Uh, Civilization. That's a harder one. You. No, I'd say Gus. I was but, thinking but Gus. Yeah. I didn't say it because, I, yeah, yeah. But it's funny because like, and then like Hitman is definitely, definitely you. Yeah, I've but always I, liked him. I liked, uh, I like the first one, and that's never seen again. Like in all the clusters of Hitman games that they uh -huh. sell, like bundles and stuff, the first one's never in there. It was never on a console. What about Dead Rising? Oh, you mean who likes that? Yeah, Michael. Michael. Yeah. yeah, it's like, but I love that. I love that franchise too. But it's like I, so, I somehow associate that franchise with Michael. Now you may be thinking in Hitman, 
I'll just play up to the point where I need to do the challenge offline. I wouldn't be thinking that. And then I'll connect online. Right. No. Because your offline saves are not compatible with an online save. This sounds like garbage, dude. <laughs> it's like extra crap. See, they, they would the, rather have leaderboards that aren't cheated than a game that is playable. And I will say this, because I just talked about the digital media thing and how I thought I was very right about digital media, and I defended the original Xbox uh, One design that they wanted to have. Right. But I fully recognize that every time something like this comes up, and for Just Cause 3, even I played it six months late. I played it, like, just recently. And it had the same thing. It had online leaderboards, and there were achievements associated with calling out somebody on your leaderboard or on your friends list, and then you beat their score, and they send it back to you, and you beat their score. And there was, like, two achievements for doing that. And, of course, their online leaderboards didn't work because it was an online component of a game at launch day. And it was like, yeah, it doesn't fucking work because online components of games never fucking work on launch day. And uh, their solution was, oh, we'll just turn it off. Great. So they turned off leaderboards. And it was like, that was like five months ago, and I was reading post after post of people saying, when is this coming back? What's happening? And it was just like forever. And eventually, like while I was playing it, all of a sudden my leaderboard just kicked in again. Huh. But I fully recognize that like when these things happen, it just shows we, we, we are not ready for an online console. Not a fully online yeah. console. Because it just like, it wouldn't work and then you wouldn't have anything. You'd Anytime have a, a game came out, it wouldn't work. It just did, wouldn't work. Did you see Not that it's different than what we have now. Because people put online components and stuff and it never works. Did you see the problem people were having with The Division when that launched? Oh, the doorway shit? Yeah, or that people would have to get in line to use a computer. What is that? How what? do you not discover that in the, play testing? There would be a bottleneck where going through the tutorial, essentially, you had to go up and use a computer. But if there were too many people in the room all trying to crowd around it, they couldn't get to it because there was player collision on. So all the players would have to get into a line. What? And then, like, one at a time, go up and use the computer. Which, by the way, Chris, was not part of the game. They had to organize a line and tell other people when like, they showed up to get in the line and yeah, not physically. Cut. There are screenshots of players lined up waiting to use a computer. Yeah, or talk. It to wasn't like, it's like all the shittiest parts of real life I but know, in a game. It's, it's, like, it's like The Sims, where it's like instead of making your guy a you know an artist or something, it's like no, no, your guy's sucks, and you have to actually wait for thirty years to go through college and shit. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't it be funny even The Sims if there was that option of like, oh, I'm going to have my guy be a politician. And then like, the, whatever the equivalent of three years in in Sims is like, yeah, that's just not going to happen for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it just did, things yeah, didn't it's work like, out. Sorry, yeah. You didn't meet the right people. You don't have enough, whatever it is. <laughs> it's just not going to work out. Sorry. Game over. <laughs> that's it. Got it. Yeah. You have to restart, find well, a new career. Oh, is PS that Home lined up? PS, oh. PS Home had yeah. the same thing. God. Now, we want to be clear. It's not like you walk up to this thing, and, and if I understand correctly, I have played none of The Division. You don't walk up to this thing and hit X, and it puts you in line. It Correct. is people who are, like, in line. They got in a line, and then other people will walk up, and they'll come in the room, and they'll say, no, no, get in line. They, like, have to enforce the line. Does it cut How to annoying the right? is that? For the, for the record, that line does not exist anymore. That was only at launch. Uh, now... It happens sporadically enough. I did not experience that line when I played. I don't know. I'm, I'll probably play the division for the first time tonight because uh, I just I, I'm going through my backlog. I literally just finished Alien Isolation. I saw you playing that. Yeah, super repetitive game, but wow, they they freaking nailed. That was a great game. They mm -hmm. nailed the aesthetic and the look and feel of the original Alien movie. Really, fucking nailed it. Not on 360. Uh, no, it was Xbox One. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah. Oh. Well, the one I played was on Xbox it's One. Only like a year ago. I think. Yeah, maybe it started off hmm. that way. Yeah, right now I'm going between uh, the division and uh, XCOM Two. Dude, I, I play a lot of. I, I got my completionist mode going when I was playing Just Cause Three, and it's one of those things. It's like you're just blazing through the achievements, and then you realize there's one fucking achievement that's going to be a nightmare. 
And for that one, it was there's all those challenges on all those islands. You have to get five cogs. You have to get five cogs, five gears in nope. every single one of them. Nope. Yeah, that was that mm-hmm. was. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Then I, I saved all the flying ones till the end because I could tolerate them the best. Like the fucking boat racing. I hate when they put racing in non-racing games. I don't like that. Like it's in just Red so Dead. easy. It's so easy, right? So easy to put in. Yeah, it's like they have a travel mechanic in the game, so why not just have a travel mechanic with a time on it? And it's just like you're fucking all of a sudden you're racing horses. Like I didn't buy Red Dead Redemption to be racing horses and wagons and shit like that. I want to fucking shoot people. <laughs> Another thing about Hitman. Right? You race It's one level. So that means the next month, when the next level comes out, everyone's going to be pounding the server again to get that. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? The yeah. game is one level? Well, it's a tutorial. And then there's one level. There's one level. And That's in, what you just said. And yeah. in April, the second level comes out. Did you what? pay full price for this game? <laughs> Fuck. What? They just what? didn't finish the game in time. I guess they didn't want to delay. So they split it. it basically, what was going to be the original game and some DLC became... One little sliver of the original game, and now everything's DLC. What? But for full price. How much? Yeah, or you can buy an intro pack, which is just level one. How long is it one level? I mean, you could beat the level in like five minutes if you want. And you can just, just do, but you can also replay it a bunch. You can do, the the way that it's good is that there's a bunch of challenges, and you play it different ways, and you can do really whatever you want. What's sandbox. the best Hitman level ever? Traditions just the one. Of the trade. <laughs> what? Traditions of the trade. And Hitman what do you one. do in that one? You just murder a guy in his hotel room. Oh, my favorite one was the one where we had to murder the dude in the opera, and you could like loosen the chandelier. In, in Blood Money, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, that was Hitman Four. And you could like lower, you could loosen the, the chandelier and like have that fall on him and stuff. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Because uh, <laughs> you do it a bunch of different ways. Or you just they, they started adding in where you can make everything seem like an accident. Yes, the first one was like kill the guy, hide the body, pretty much. No accidents. You can poison people still. Actually, I'm also playing Far Cry Primal. Having a good time playing that. I, mean, I have not picked that one up yet. I've missed it. Did you hear the weird discovery about that? What, same map as yeah. 4? Yeah. As uh, Far Cry 4, it's the exact same map. Were they trying to hide that? Or did, were they open about that? Oh, I feel like no. they should have been pretty open. I think, I think I, they should I, have I've been. heard that there are like some connections between Primal and 4, like indicating that it's the same world. Well, I mean, all Ubisoft games are the same world, aren't they? Are they? Like, everything's like how are they connected? Through Ubisoft's bank account? Is that how they're connected? Because <laughs> that's what it feels no, like. like. same universe. Like Everything's like Abstergo-related somehow. Or like ancestry stuff. No, oh, and even in Far Cry, it's Abstergo's in Far Cry. I'm sure it is in some form. Uh. I mean, maybe not like written, but uh. someone <laughs> might be related might be like, to another game. Hey, 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 Abstergo. <laughs> <laughs> like an NPC just saying it. Do you know what I love about? Did you play? Anybody play Just Cause Three? I know I'm talking played, about a game I, that's I played six months old. Yeah. This is how I am play as a gamer on, now. On the PC, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things is all the horrible lines they give to that Rico guy. And I can't tell if they're just bad lines or if they're so bad they're meant to be funny. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to blow up these objects, Chris, when you take over a military base. You blow up, like... Blow stuff up this red. Radio tower. Yeah, these chaos objects. You blow up these copters. And then one of the things you can blow up is huge, like, fuel storage tanks. And, and he'll say, like, these action lines when he blows stuff up. And one of the things he says that always makes me laugh every single time he says it is when you blow up the fuel tanks, sometimes he'll go... Try to store fuel now, you jerks. <laughs> it's just such a funny line to me. And it's like, I don't know if it's like intentionally goofy, but it like always makes me laugh. I wonder if it was an ad lib and the guy like writing all the lines. I was like, all right. <laughs> that we'll in. just throw that one in. Why not? But I lo- that, that's, Say something mean about that fuel. For my treadmill games, that is, those open world games are perfect. And I play the fuck out of those. Like I played no Alien Isolation on the treadmill, but I've been playing, went right from Just Cause. Not the challenges, had to do that. Off the treadmill, 
um, and then went right into Far Cry Primal. <laughs> I can imagine wait, you so like wait, wait, casually what? playing, walking on the treadmill, and then <laughs> to focus, you just go, you just plant either side, and you're like, I'm "That's exactly not. what. <laughs> that's exactly what I do." Oh, really? That's exactly it. That's how I banged my knee up. <laughs> I slept off, busted my ass. All right. Well, it's about time to wrap. This Chris, it's about time for you to wrap up. You want to get to your nice something. interview with Charlton Copley? About, yeah, yeah. What, what, why you get off the treadmill? What oh. games? So, all right. You know what I want to do? What? Since we're about to go into an interview right now with the composer, the lead actor, and the director of Hardcore Henry, I want to go back and watch Hardcore Henry, and the entire time I watch the movie, hold an Xbox controller in my hands and see if that changes. My perspective of it. You would be, maybe you would we be talk about something it. like that. Oh, in the upcoming really? interview. All right, fair enough. You don't know, Chris. Don't I give me that look. I know. <laughs> Chris. All right. Chris is like, what do, you, what do we do? If you're watching live right now, or you're uh, watching on YouTube, or listening to the audio podcast, stay tuned. We're going to have a uh, interview with the director, composer, and star from Hardcore Henry. Uh, but for now. We are cutting the live portion, and you know, just continue watching and our our interview. Don't forget to buy some of our merch. Merch. Yeah, buy a merch. <laughs> merch shirt. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks, uh, guys. We'll see you guys later. Welcome to this special bonus segment of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Uh, I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. And we're very lucky today to be joined by uh, some people involved with a movie we're super, super excited about, Hardcore Henry. Uh, we have the director, Ilya, the uh, composer, Dasha, Hi. and uh, the lead, Charlotte Copley. So Thanks welcome, for guys. having us. Thanks for coming yeah. out. Thank we, you for having us. We got, to, we got uh, the opportunity to see the movie last night here at South by Southwest, and you know, this this is a movie we've been excited about for a long time. You know, even going back, we were talking before the cameras uh, started rolling that we were huge fans of the Bad Motherfucker music video, which you know, people have been watching the podcast for a while. will remember we talked about it, what was it, like three years ago. We talked yeah. about it quite a bit. And uh, so Hardcore Henry is a movie coming out uh, in April, I believe. April 8th. April 8th. Yeah. And uh, it's all shot POV style, uh, following Henry as he um, tries to recover his memory and save fight a lot wife. of people. Save his wife. That's, save his wife. That's, 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 what was it? Uh, save his wife. Save his wife. The other small thing. I was, I was trying to think. Yeah. It's like, so we're going to be talking about the movie. We had a chance to see it. So we're going to be sure to avoid any spoilers. We're just going to talk um, as fans about it based on what we know from the trailer. I saw a lot of people saying that they wanted to take like a, an Xbox controller into the theater mm -hmm. like, because it feels so you know video game lookish because mm -hmm. it's yeah. what you people are used to. I wonder if people who play video games are going to enjoy it more than people who don't. It'd be interesting. It was made for film fans first. Mm-hmm. But if those film fans happen to be video gamers, they get an added sort of bonus out of it. So it was never like, let's go after the video game demographic. It was always about, let's make a movie for the theaters. And then people who love movies, they go, and hopefully their minds would be blown. Mm -hmm. um, but if you, you want to take a controller and they'll... Hey, why not? I feel better. Why not? <laughs> I mean, hey, somebody's gonna take, somebody own. told me he's gonna take a crash helmet. I was like, like that might be advisable. I, you know, some like will take air sickness bags. <laughs> like uh, you should be fine as long as you sit in the back off. Don't worry, you won't be thrown. I love the uh, the way it was presented last night at the screening, where you pretty much just said to the audience, "Good luck." <laughs>
Yeah. Especially the front. It's of a rest. ride. There's a part of it that's a ride. It's it's a it's a movie, but it's a, it's an event. You know what what I was interested in was trying to make something that gives people a reason to go to the cinema because that's becoming more and more challenging too as filmmakers. You know, you can make a great, it's very funny movie or a very moving movie, and people still just watch it at home. You know, and so what do you you have to have some sort of event? And I imagined like if I was a kid, you know, or even now the kid in me, you know, where this is the kind of film where you'd go with some friends. It's like an event movie, yeah. you know, and there's always somebody who's like, I'm going to get motion sick. And you're like, dude, just man up and yeah. just come. Just, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you'll be fine. Sit at the back. I was a little worried about the motion sickness yeah. aspect, but I didn't think about it at all. Once the movie started, it was, yeah. you know, I was nothing. Well, that's going in the poster. It does matter where you sit, nothing. though. It does. Like, if you, if you do get motion sick, you don't want to sit in the front. Like I said last time, <laughs> the front is the splash zone. Like that, if you're in, like, the <laughs> first, like, five rows, the people just go back. people go to the theater, I can't yeah. sit in the front row in any film. Yeah, no, me too. I just hate it. So people who were like, I'm going to in the front their stomachs are like they're yeah. rock hard they, 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 they fight they a pilot it. people so, especially yeah. if it's an IMAX screen yeah, yeah I mean I don't I, don't, I remember watching like Heat in 1995 in the Odeon Leicester Square in London the one that's the, the biggest theater they used to have at that time and I had front row third seat from the left I was watching Heat for three hours like this <laughs> I stood up Scott and I walked out and said I love the film <laughs> but I you know so uh, what I like is that the trailer is very fast paced but the actual movie has Lots of nice moments of rest, yeah. so sort of you can catch your breath yeah. as the as the viewer, which which totally works. And then you like you're you're sort of ready for the yeah. next burst of action after yeah, that. Yeah, because we knew we couldn't do like ninety minutes of nonstop, and we wouldn't want to. I mean, the, the beauty of the contrast is in the contrast that you have a moment to sort of it makes the laughs are funnier when you just had a bunch of violence right before that, and uh, a really the action stronger when you have. Which one? That's a really good bit involving a horse. But I'm glad, you know, speaking to your point about it, the movie being an event, I'm glad I went and saw it in a theater, you know, yes. uh, because the, it was just, there was a really good energy about it, even mm. starting with the title sequence, which is, you know, really mm. well done and I think really sets the pace for the movie. You know, the, you hear people right away, like, understanding like how visceral the movie's going to be <laughs> yeah. and then you hear the cheering or the groaning yeah. we don't pull any punches and that that was one of the big challenges for us and when we start when we were making it you know making a small indie low budget film it's like you don't you know i said to Ilya in the beginning i said dude i think like whatever we make if you like a 19 year old boy who plays video games like you will have to watch this thing at home on your computer because people are going to talk about it and you just can't ignore it it's too too out there but i don't know if we'll be able to get it in cinemas i don't know if we'll be able to get it you know a proper cinematic release and the more we were working on it and we were watching this stuff i mean one of the things that becomes apparent very quickly is with a gopro obviously you can't go in for close-ups you can't show detail so you if you end up away. watching, no if you watch this movie on your computer at home, like it's it's fine, but there's a lot of detail you just don't see just because of the scale of, as soon as you get into scaling a, a theater size screen, suddenly you can actually see what's happening in the background mm -hmm. that we couldn't, that we did, that we choreographed or that's happening, but you're going to miss on a tiny little screen and it... Is yeah, that don't theme watch park it ride on an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> you can afterwards. You know? Not on like, an yeah, iPhone. It's, it's, it's no. one of those things where, where, where yeah, I, where you if really... If I could prohibit that, I would. You can watch a film and uh, there's several, like a talking movie that works if you're in the, you know, in the train somewhere. It's, it's great to watch a movie. Just that if, if you're going for spectacle, spectacle becomes less of a spectacle the smaller the screen. It's... Mm -hmm. Huh? So you, you made an interesting point I didn't think about until right now. Since the entire movie shot POV style, there is no B cam. Like everything that's always happening is happening, you know, right in front yeah. of uh, in front of the the character's uh, yeah. perspective. So, so either you get it right or you're screwed. There's no such thing. We'll save it in editing. 
No, you either have it or you, you Yo, don't. You cannot underestimate how that small little point, oh, so there's just one camera. Like, filmmaking is the opposite of that. Filmmaking is all about your cut around it. Stunt work, by the way, is the opposite of that even more. It's like your shitty fight sequence looks amazing because you cut it from like 17 yeah. different oh, angles. Yeah. And, and wow, he looks strong and the camera's all shaking. This is like, well, there's the camera. Like, make a cool stunt. No, so, so did you, so I guess there's two different ways to approach it. Did you find parkour artists and make them cameramen or did you find cameramen and then try to take the old armageddon them? send people to space you're right, right. yeah <laughs> drillers teach drillers to fly the other way um it was it was it was both there was um my friends who i shot the videos the bad motherfucker and the one before that with they shot about two-thirds of it and they're they're just parkour and they're pretty athletic guys they're not like parkour like specialists anymore they don't like spend too much time on it they got bigger business but um they shot about two-thirds and then I shot a little bit, just some couple of dialogue scenes with Charlotte and... Um, but as it turns out, <coughs> you know, being set on fire, it's harder to find people who will do that than can point a camera. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have... So, or running over a bridge and almost dying... Yeah, that bridge... You, 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 you get that guy, yeah. you know, and you teach him to point yeah. the camera as opposed to teaching the cameraman... To, be, to, burn, to be burning yeah, yeah, while shooting. Yeah, and not shooting. die. <laughs> so there's yeah. about 13 guys, who, 12, 13 guys who played Henry. 13 over, Henrys. 13 Henrys, yeah. 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 They're so out there. What was the safety like on that bridge part where you they go up the side of the bridge and then cross it? The safety was... Is that it? Just like the safety was the possibility crossed. of we death. We went there without anybody. <laughs> really? It was just four of us. It wasn't like a proper shoot day. We just went because <clears throat> the guys are like, another bridge. I used to run in it when I was a kid, and I can probably do it now. Except it's raining. You got a rig that's not too light. It's not too heavy, but it's still not too light. And you're wearing those shoes. They're proper dress shoes with big platforms. So you got to run and shoot the guy. And they did like four takes straight up, and we just looked at it and Sorry. we liked. And then didn't really tell the producers yeah, until now. One of the most spectacular scene in the movie, in the yeah. whole movie. It, and it, it, and it, it stood and out. And, yeah. it, and it cost and it cost nothing. It was just yeah, four guys with a, with a run up the bridge. Yeah, just go up the bridge. <laughs> and Shata, you play several versions of yourself. You said, but when you introed the movie last night, yeah. you said this is the hardest role you'd ever played. Well, it was. It wasn't that the role was the hardest. It was that the movie was the hardest okay. film I've ever made by a, you know, by a country mile. It was really, really hard. And I've, I've seen you do lots of different accents in lots of films. Yeah. And you, yeah. you were doing like variations, variations. upon variations of yes. accents, like yes. between each character you played. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was, it was, it was, a, it was, it was an interesting challenge because of what the twist is in the film that they, it, it you know, you, you sort of. In this hyper-real world where you're trying to... I mean, that was an important thing with the tone of the movie was to make it fun and to be able to... And a lot of conversation Ilya and I had up front was about, you know, I was shooting stuff and sending it to him about the tone that I felt the character should be and that kind of informed, to a large extent, what the tone of the of the film was going to be. Um, this kind of heightened reality where you can take license in certain ways but it still needs to feel a little bit grounded and authentic in a certain way. It's a... It's a it's a type of it's a type of acting that I enjoy doing. You know, it was the acting was fine and easy to do relatively. The uh, the filmmaking was was grueling. Yeah. So how long of a shoot was it? You know, how long mm -hmm. did it take to, <laughs> to to actually put the whole thing together? Uh, it was meant to be what forty something. I think the original plan was forty, and then we started and we stopped and we said this is not you know we're going to do it. We're going to do it big. We're going to do a, a proper movie out of this with a the good story and real big. And um, we did it for about 115 days. Wow. 
eighty something stunt it was, it, days. It was it was a hundred. <laughs> it was a, it was a, a year and a half of a year and a half of shooting for a month, stopping for a month, and Charles went up to do Chappie. Uh, them I think we, I shot we had, we had, we had, I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> the Hollers. The Hollers. Yeah, the Hollers. Yeah, and we shot, and we paused because the winter in Russia is not, mm -hmm. you know, wouldn't quite cut. Uh, so we went interiors, then paused, waited till the summer to shoot the bike chase sequence. There was a lot of learning the whole way too. Yeah. You know, there was some days, like in the very beginning, we would have a day and then we would just get nothing. It was mm -hmm. a lot of the time you, we were trying to run really long takes. And that's been chopped up for a bunch of reasons in the edit and just for time for and pacing, everything. Yeah. But a lot, you know, we would run five, six, seven minute takes regularly, and that are choreographed with action and timing. And so you'd have a, you know, if a complicated scene and you might only get three takes done in a day, and then you list like none of them worked, you know, and you say, like, okay, shit, let's go again. So um, speaking of the the bike chase sequence, uh, Dasha, you were also in the movie, right? Did you actually ride the bike uh, uh, in any of those? I would, I would like to say yes, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> she can ride a bike. I can. I can. She, she could, but... but. Sorry, I think Ilya wouldn't let me do something like this because it was, well, you, you need to be properly educated and properly trained for this kind of things because I think that's dancing with the, with the explosion of the, um, of the, what, of van. the car, of the, of the van and jumping on the back of, uh, of, of the bike. Mm -hmm. and it was, for me, well, I th that was one of the most difficult things. Was, yeah, they did all that stuff for real, man. There's yes, no the, the interesting there thing about it is this. a grenade. The van does blow, does do a kickflip kind of maneuver. They right? literally I, took a guy on a crane and uh, you know on a, a you know as the, the car time. explodes underneath them, they it just lift them yeah. up. Wow. And the interesting thing about it was some of the stunts. It's almost frustrating that they were in. I mean, most of the action looks incredible from a from a GoPro point of view. But some of the stuff just looked so unbelievable to watch from the outside <laughs> that you were sort of like, oh, wow, yeah, I wish, we could, I wish was, you could see great. what's actually happening. Because yeah. sometimes, obviously, the field of view is just like, you're just like, whoa, 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 yeah. and then you're on the ground. But it's actually like a guy is lifting off, you know, the, the, the truck is exploding underneath and he's getting onto the back of a car, or the back of a bike. It's crazy. Yeah. So the, there was a behind, uh, behind the scene. Uh, you actually see that scene. If you go on a biting elbows channel, there is uh, okay. behind the scenes of it's like hardcore oh, behind the scenes part one. And just as the guy is on the car and getting yanked off, and the car goes flying off, it's the some great sound the is very stuff. low. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna cut a good behind the scenes, hopefully. So um, you know, then some of those shots are in the trailer, and mm. you know, watching it at first, it kind of made me think of like a, almost like an homage to Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, when Indiana Jones is you know crawling uh, mm. under the the mm. uh, truck, but then you see like the level that hardcore Henry takes it to. You like this is totally different it's it's amazing uh, it's it's a crazy spectacle well, to it's, see. it's inspired by you know all the action adventure films i've ever seen it's all kind of in there and video games and i've read a couple books and that's all in there and that's all kind of you digest it and goes out and you kind of it's it, it's, it's great you mentioned uh, indiana jones because like i never thought about it but now you said it, i'm like that, yeah <laughs> yeah just from front but it's, it's it's great i always people sometimes bring up interesting films that kind of make sense in the concept I never thought about and makes me feel really good because that's a I'd like to be in the same category as the good films we all like so yeah I think yeah. people will find you know the, the inspiration of the things that it reminds them of like there were certain times in the movie where I thought okay like this feels like a counter-strike map you know I feel like I know where I'd be approaching the enemy or you know there's another scene where um, they're going through uh, an apartment building early in the movie mm -hmm. and I think this is like hitman now you know kind of hiding that was supposed to be goldeneye <laughs> That okay. was supposed to be gold, man. I, I was, see the, tile, the tile floor, I was like, that it wasn't on purpose, but we were shooting it. The, when, as soon as the lights came on, I was like, Goldeneye, level one, the dam. Mm -hmm. But 
So yeah, yeah that, it's it's really cool. And then like, just to go back to what you said earlier, like it, it definitely had moments where it's like I feel totally immersed. Like this is what I wish you know a video game could be or, or, or could look like. <laughs> One they'll, day they'll get there. I mean, yeah. give, them, give, them, give them ten years, and there's no reason why. Probably two years. I'll say ten years. I'm being safe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was um, it was it was absolutely amazing. We loved we loved the film, and like I said, and everyone should definitely go watch it in the theater when they get a chance. Great soundtrack too. Great soundtrack, and uh, so thanks guys for coming out and for talking about the movie. Thank really appreciate your time, thank you. and thanks, thanks for having us. us. Uh, thanks for letting us watch the movie. <laughs> so thanks for watching, everybody.